0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a horror movie every week and talk about it. I'm Bob, and I'm Ben. Welcome back to the show. First episode of season. I guess we were calling seasons. It's now. season two. Yeah, season two technically, which is we named it. We did name it. So this is a cool thing we're doing. I like naming these things. It's fun. Do you, you need me to remind you of the, the season name? Yeah, you should You should tell tell us the season I name. Am. So board two, season two. Yeah. They live inside, <laughs> which is inspired by the fact that uh, two of our categories in, involve what's what's deep inside of you, what, what, what really matters. <laughs> what's really important. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You might see some switch-ups in the show now that we're doing season two. Yeah. I'm... I'm i'm gonna go and just say it i'm putting intro music at the start of the episode oh yeah i didn't hear it (laughs) motherfucker you're never gonna hear it till i put it on there you don't i can bring my speaker and we (laughs) we can intro that's gonna sound like shit (sighs) so how is uh your 2023 been ben We're recording this in the new year i mean you know it's fine did you do anything cool for New Year's? I didn't really. I mean, I did something okay. Not really. No, nothing. Didn't you say you were maybe going to a party or like hanging out with a friend or something? Yeah, I didn't actually end up doing that. Oh, uh, okay. So it was pretty Pretty, pretty chill. chill. Same. I didn't really do much. Me and uh, Jesse and Trent and Evan all played uh, the New Dark Anthology game, The Devil Within. Or the Devil and Me, I think is what it's called. So okay. how was it? It's okay. I don't know. It. I don't want to spoil it because it's still fairly new and people might not have played it. It was fine. It was not my favorite Moop game that they put out, but it was. Yeah. It was. Let me put this way. It was fun because of the people. And playing it with my friends. That was the fun part. No, it, it's a cool series. Uh, what I have found, though, is they tend to be glitchy when they first come out. Yeah, buggy, buggy, buggy. Like, really bad. Like, And I... It, oh, was God. this one bad like that? The opening was, like, atrocious. Like, Damn. it looked rough. Like, we, we kept making fun of one of the main characters, like faces cuz the mocap is just i mean it looks like something straight out of like smile like he's just like has the biggest grin on his face haven't the whole seen, time so you are just like spitball in there yeah well i've seen the trailer and it's smiling people and that's he looked like that like a comically large smile the entire time and his mouth would just open like a little bit without without spoiling anything did you at least like the characters and premise the premise was fine okay the characters the characters were okay okay i not great no did you you just didn't like them they were just not interesting. Not that, uh, not interesting and not likable, honestly. They Fair all enough. sucked. They were all assholes. Did you beat the whole thing? We beat the whole game. Oh, okay. We sat. Th- it's a, like a seven-hour game, and we beat the whole thing in one go. I mean, if anyone hasn't played it, they're, they're a nice little horror anthology series. They're fun. I really like them. They're releasing, I think it's ten in total, and it's one every year. Yeah. and so, I don't know what Devil in Me was. It's four or five. I own all of them. I have yeah. played all of them. I've played all of them. But uh, if you want, you can always go play the first one. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure Until Dawn is free on PlayStation. Until Dawn... Well, a, that's like, the, the first ver- style of game that they made like this. Oh, no, but I'm talking about the first. Man of Madan's the very first one. Man of Medan's the first one. Man of Medan's fine. I liked it. And it was fun. It's fine. It's a good intro, and yeah. it's usually It's fairly goes short on compared sale. to the other ones, too. Well, I was going to say it goes on sale on Steam oh, a lot. so that, too. You know, it's a, it's a nice pickup. If you want to get together with friends and have a spooky time, it's fun. I will say, Bob's like, yeah, you can play it with a bunch of friends because you can do hot seat for it and yeah. you switch controllers. The best way to play it, though, is with one friend. Oh, yeah, just pass it back and just No, you both have a copy of the game, and I think when you buy it, you get a free copy that they can use to do so. Oh, that's cool. But the game is intended as a two-player game, and you basically Steam join the same game together. Mm -hmm. You both control characters separately at the same time. Oh, that sounds wild. And the characters switch out. Um, I played both versions for Man of Medan and the hot seat version is, it's so much worse. Really? Yeah. Because with the two player version, I can't see what the other character's doing and all the different choices they get. Oh yeah. So like when characters are separated, I don't know what's happening. Mm. Interesting. That's kind of cool actually. Yeah. What's the other one? So it's Man of Medan, Little Hope. Little Hope. The Devil and Me. There was one after that that I can't remember that we, the quarry. The quarry, and then there was another one, House was, of Ashes. The quarry wasn't a part of it. The quarry wasn't; a, it was very, it was like until dawn. So it's a, it's I know but the same it's not style a part of game of from the same company, the... but not part of the series, Dark Anthology series. Yeah, so we're is... not gonna mention it. Yeah, so ignore the fact that Bob just said it that. was fun though. It was good. My favorite one that they did was House of Ashes. People like the quarry. Some people don't. So House of Ashes was by far the coolest and best one. All right, well a little rant for the start of the episode, I guess. Before we yeah. start, uh, so is there anything new with this season of Beware the Board? <sighs> Anything else new besides, I'm trying to... uh, I think we're just kind of... One of the things for us, I think, we've been talking about kind of off the record is the fact that I think we're getting better at the show. Well, yeah. So, a part of that is, you know, with this season, there will probably be changes as we're figuring out how to do better things. It's Fair. Like Bob's figuring out editing better, so he's now adding music, and I'm sure he'll add more stuff like that throughout the yeah. season. Yeah. I have um, a couple of funny ideas I'm working on in we, my noggin. We talked about like how I do notes and stuff, so there'll be more of that. And I mean, we've already made some changes from the start of the show, like changing- yeah. So I guess expect more of that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, expect a lot of change as we get better at what we're doing, and also as we learn how to do different things. And also, expect a lot more episodes- if that makes oh sense. Oh my god, yeah. Because we have so many ideas for funny episodes. Speaking of which, I counted episodes the other day. Yeah? So we've only done, you know, technically like 10 board spaces. Yeah, well, but 9 board spaces. Well, yeah, 9 board spaces and a wrap up. Yeah. But we sat down and we counted the episodes the other day. And it's like 19. 19. And there should only be 10. 10. We've recorded nine extra episodes. Because some of the board spaces have extras. Extras, and then also extra, like, holiday episodes. And episode zero. Yep. So, you know, (laughs) at this rate, we're going to have a lot on this season because we're more comfortable with flipping them out. Yeah. Also, like, the episodes are getting longer because we're learning how to actually discuss (laughs) the movies and not just be like, that was cool. Our first two hour episode, which should not have been Night of the Divas, did not deserve that two hour (laughs) episode. <clears throat> it was shocking. Very fun, though. Yeah. Anyhow, do we want to explain the board to people again yeah. since it's the start of the want, new season? Show you me the You You break down the concept, and then I'll break down the categories. Yeah, so if you haven't been listening, and if you're new to the show, Because hi. season two is a good place to start. Yeah, hi. Welcome. Welcome to the show. If you haven't listened to our older episodes, please listen to them. Some of them are very, very funny. Or don't. I mean, like we were saying, the quality goes up, so... Yeah, the first episode, I will say, is rough. This season's going to be a lot different than the early season one. Yeah. Oh. it's already a lot different <laughs> to be honest yeah so you know just a heads up good but place to start the point of this show is for us to watch a horror movie i am a scared little man who does not like horror movies very much they terrify me i'm changing my opinion on that it's getting better yeah he's getting into it which is kind of fun to listen to it's it's awesome i'm but enjoying it a he's lot. he's still very afraid i'm still very afraid and ben is not ben yep. is someone who well you can talk about yourself you can yeah it. so i really like horror films But I think Bob's simplifying here. Bob doesn't watch movies. That's also fair. I don't watch movies, like, Uh, ever. He didn't grow up with that. No. I grew up with watching a lot of movies. Like, that's just what we did in my household a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I grew up with classic movies, and then when I got older, I started watching uh, horror movies and a lot of classic horror movies. So, I really like it because I think there's a lot of very good films that just happen to be horror films. That's fair. Um, As well as a bunch of, like, really weird stuff that you don't see anywhere else. (laughs) It's true. So... You know, I, I I think it's really cool, and I was like, "Hey, Bob, you want to watch these films?" So here basically, we are. I'm being held hostage to watch scary movies until one of them makes me stop. Yeah, we, I think we know which movie you think will make me quit the show. I we both have a good inkling on that one. I don't know if it'll make you quit, but there's a specific movie I tell Bob about. A lot because I know what's going on here and I'm going to say what it is. Uh, cannibal Holocaust is going to be on this podcast at some point. Yeah, when we get there. That's why I was telling people not to vote for cannibals last time. Yeah, it's going on probably the cannibal section and mm-hmm. yes, it should. I have mixed feelings about that movie. I think it's very important from like a cinematic history perspective. That's fair. And also like horror history. <laughs> And I think there's a lot of interesting stuff about it. Uh, I also watched the film for the first time, felt really dirty, had a stiff drink, and took a shower. That does not bode well for me at all. You know, heads up whenever (laughs) that happens. Whenever we fucking get to it. Jesus. Yeah, so I I really like horror movies, and I've seen a lot of them. Obviously, nowhere near all of them. No. But a good splattering of stuff. Bob has seen the movies we've watched on this show. And basically, no other movies ever. (laughs) I've seen some stuff. Yeah, but it's it's rare that it's, we, not, it's rare that you mention a movie and I go, "Oh, I've seen that." I I talk to Bob about films sometimes that aren't horror movies, and I'll be like, "Yeah, have you seen this one?" And it's a it's a very normal movie to have seen, and he's like, "No." Sometimes I go, "I've never even heard of that," and you're like, "What in the fuck is wrong with you?" I think last part I got really mad at you for not having seen the original Superman. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's not great, but it's I just mean, like yeah. It's such a big deal. Like There was like three or four of those I didn't movies. watch any of those movies, man. It was just, movies were not a thing in my house. It just wasn't a yeah. thing. No one no one in my house watched movies. Not my dad, not my mom. The only movies I watched when I was a kid was my dad showed me Star Wars because that was his thing. My dad loved Star Wars. I was like, because my dad grew up in the 70s, right? So it was a big deal for him when they announced a new trilogy and everything. So, you know, yeah. I was like, when the prequels were coming out they right weren't after I was good. born, yeah, uh, my dad was excited, so I watched those with him. And that's about it, honestly, in terms of movies. Like, I'd, I've i seen, like, the popular Marvel stuff, because who hasn't? You know, it's just, it's easy to see that stuff, but... Nah, I didn't watch a ton of movies as a kid. I watched a shit ton. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I know, Ben. I've heard, so dude... Many. So many. That's just, like, that was family time, a lot of the time. It's yeah, no, movies. see, family time for me was TV, because my dad and my mom watched certain shows, and yeah. when I was old enough, it was like, you can watch the show with us if you want, you don't have to. Well, I guess... Back to the concept, to kind of introduced our, our, our perspectives here. This whole podcast, it kind of came about as a way for us to introduce movies to Bob every week. Yeah, that's fair, that's the point. With him having at least some minor control over it and not just me being like, I'm gonna pick this gonna movie, this watch movie, this movie, Cannibal, this Cannibal Holocaust movie. this week. Uh, because it's like I, I won't. would, we'd be like very stuck on certain genres for a minute and then change. oh, yeah. Um, so this is kind of a more random way to do it, but. How it works is we've chosen three categories and we did that in the the last episode, the wrap up. Yep. I'll, I'll go over those in a second. But we chose three categories. Each category has three spaces, which I can put one movie or a couple movies in a franchise if it feels thematically relevant. Mm-hmm. And Bob picks a space, and then I tell him what's there, and then we watch it. Yep. And that's the podcast. And then we talk about it. The reason we do it this way is to avoid being stuck on watching. Because let's say we open, we opened with Halloween as one of our categories. So of yeah. course we watched the John Carpenter classic Halloween, one, two, and three in one go if we had like been like alright let's watch Halloween we would still be watching Halloween movies oh, probably well no if we did we'd be done yeah but basically but the whole first sucked. season would have been just us watching Halloween yeah. which is fine and I'm sure and we're eventually gonna finish it we know when we're gonna do that too we haven't really started working on it but we're gonna finish Halloween eventually the reason we do our board this way is so that we don't get stuck stuck on watching certain franchises and so that the content doesn't get stale because like Bob really likes Halloween so far uh, he has nothing to judge other major <laughs> slasher series no. Off of yet, which will be really interesting to see when we watch like Friday Actually, the 13th. And he's like, I like that one a lot more. I was talking to my dad, and my dad said his favorite is Texas Chainsaw. I do like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. It's I was probably like, not the best, though. Really? Because I was talking to him about. Um, I told you, cannibals. Cannibals would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I was talking to him about. Like watching Halloween and stuff, he's like, "Oh, you guys need to watch Texas Chainsaw." Like, I love that movie. I like Texas. Ch- well, the first and the second Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, are so good. Yeah, that's what my dad said. But yeah, so we're doing the board. Yep. I guess you want me to explain the categories. Uh, you can. How about we explain each each one of ours? The one that we chose. Oh and, well, yeah. Just say up. the category. I have to explain my thought process for choosing movies. Oh yeah, okay. So, so our categories this time, we both contributed one, and then we had a poll up on yeah. our Twitter. And if I knew you and you were watching the podcast, I sent you a link. Yeah, and I think. Think we're going to choose random movies differently next time but we'll, we'll discuss that yeah we'll that talk about that later, later. cuz what you had is a good idea yeah. and i like it but the random movie that was selected what the category i mean yeah was demonic possession i, I think it was just possession was it is it just possession i'm almost positive ashley was explicit in demonic possession well, um, oh well Oh, I think when you asked me, I said, possession of any kind is fine. Yeah, because I think that's how we described it. But we didn't want to get stuck possession. on demonic possession being, like, the expletive. Like, stopping us, you from picking a movie that you liked or something, you know? Just like Fair the stipulation. It's possession. We'll just call it possession. Possession movies. Demonics implied. Yeah, well, a lot of them probably are demonic possession movies. Yeah. Your category. I chose. Oh, we didn't explain it, but we do have funny names for all the categories except for the random. Uh, Yes. My category is called Stay the Fuck Out of Me, and it it's... I wanna watch parasite movies. Parasite movies. Which is movies I think we specified a movie where something is growing inside of another person or inside of a person. A host of some kind. It was just a parasite, like y- a living yeah. physical parasite. Yeah. Which the possession one, the random the random thing was these people are demons, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I after think- the Alex Jones quote. <laughs> yeah. And then mine, which is uh just horrifying Pseudo documentaries, yeah, which is, you know, we'll see. Not a funny title, but there's not really anything I can come up with that. But basically, it's after a certain style of movie. Yeah, I'll explain that in a second. But do you want me to go through and kind of explain? Yeah, my you thought can talk about your thought process because I'm actually movies? interested in this because I you know, a peek behind the curtain. I don't help Ben choose movies at all. No, I choose movies and then I pull up all the facts and everything for him and I write those down and it takes me forever. (sighs) And as the, the squares on this board took me so much longer to write in yeah. the squares on the last board, and I'm typing, so that should tell you something. <sighs> yeah, it's it's a lot, but I guess we'll start with uh, yours. Yeah, which is parasites. Parasites. So uh, my thought process for choosing movies because I. I tried to create a a stencil of kinda Mm -hmm. like what I expect to have in these movies. That makes sense. To make them like thematically kind of the same. And like I said, I try to mix stuff up so we get a little bit different stuff. But my thought process with parasites is I wanted to make sure we were watching movies that have a physically identifiable creature as a parasite. So (laughs) Oh God. That's kinda that was my qualifications (laughs) when choosing. And Again, I kinda I mix up kind of what that creature is and so we have some different styles of parasites, uh, different ranges of the spectrum, but they are all like identifiable. So that means I I, I wasn't doing like oh, it's a little amoeba in your yeah. brain. No. Yeah. Nah. You can you can be like, Oh, th- it's that parasite like when oh, you see the movie. God. You can identify it. Oh god. It. That that might be so much worse for me. So God yeah. bless. And then I guess next is possession. And I'm going to be honest, I forgot if Ashley said they were explicitly demonic possession. And I know we discussed that it could be anything that was possessed. Yeah, because I think at one point you brought up, you said, are dolls okay? And I said, yeah, dolls being possessed is fine. I just wanted to make sure like, we were just talking about possessions in general. Yeah. Or sp- explicitly demonic possessions. But as I was kind of thinking over what movies I wanted to choose, because this was a hard category for me to choose uh, personally. See, I'm surprised by that, honestly. I don't watch possession movies. Yeah, you. Oh, you said they weren't really your style of horror. If that makes sense. Yeah, like demonic possession movies I don't watch. I see a lot of movies where like someone's getting possessed or something Mm -hmm. because that's a dime a dozen. Oh, yeah. Like literally, um, that's the bread and butter of horror, someone who isn't in control of themselves. Yeah. But as I was kind of like thinking over movies, I thought to keep like kind of with the spirit of the category Mm -hmm. that I would stick with movies that focus on the idea of possession. It sounds a little bit weird, but essentially I wanted to focus on films that, are explicitly showing a possession, and that's the focus of the film. Okay, that makes sense. So, you know, I I thought that was kind of a better exploration of the idea of possession than just any movie where someone's possessed. Yeah, I mean, because technically Wreck, they're possessed. Yeah, technically Wreck, they're possessed. And that's fine. It's technically a possession movie. But I thought it would be more fitting Mm -hmm. if I chose films that explicitly explore possession as a concept of storytelling. Mm Mm-hmm. So That is terrifying to it, me. It took me a surprisingly long time to find films. Really? Um, just because I, ha- I kind of had to go through things and did I go, all right, is this just featuring a possession mm-hmm. or is this kind of like a main aspect of the story? That took a while. And then also just, is this film good <laughs> or is it not good? Because we can watch not bad films. We've seen some not good films on this show already. Yes, but like when I say good or bad on mm-hmm. this show... I'm not necessarily referring to like its quality Mm -hmm. because I enjoy bad movies. Oh, yeah. Like poor quality movies. movies. Like B movies, C movies. (laughs) I don't think C movies is technically a concept, but B movies is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's actually from drive-throughs you didn't know oh yeah we talked about from that when we a watched movie um, is the first movie that plays and then b movie is the second oh man when you watch blood rage we talked oh about yeah it, because it this that movie opens in a drive thru we had that whole discussion during the but show. I really like b movies and stuff and yeah me too I don't personally this is just me I don't think any movie is like worthless because it's a no movie. no I agree with you I think that's All like any piece of media or john anything any media that anyone puts out is not worthless it has a purpose and it should be respected yeah because they did it they yeah like they made, made a movie. movie exactly that's my point But, you know, I I do try to make sure the movies we pick are good to talk about, which means that they're they're either well done, there's deeper themes, they're enjoyable, and there's a lot of cheap possession movies. So even movies that just focus on the idea of possession, there's a lot of them. And finding some that were like, I thought, worthwhile of watching Mm -hmm. and talking about, but also some that were scary (laughs) was kind of, I had to slog through stuff, especially because I wasn't familiar with it. Mm -hmm. That's... That's that category. Yep. And then the last one, which is horrifying pseudo documentaries. Not a very creative title, but that's mostly because the movies in here, and this is a fair warning to you, Bob, are not related by content. Yeah, we've talked They're about that. They're related this. by style. So I think I told Bob this, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the podcast. I chose my category like two weeks into our oh, first board. Oh, dude, do you want to tell them about the next board that we use Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already chosen my category and what I'm suggesting for the random. For For next board. For next board. And we are recording the first episode. I told him this, I think, the day after we yeah. recorded. He just, you just get so excited, and you just do things. Cause, uh, it happens because I have to look through a bunch of movies. Yeah, it's fair. And also, like, I'm constantly consuming stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm also constantly sending you trailers for movies and uh, stuff. Which I've already all... I've seen most of them already when you Yeah, but, to like, me. I receive I know. So I, I, mean, I, I can usually tell you something about them. But, you know, i I chosen my category, technically, I guess, a month or two in advance. You. It was a while in advance. It was you were, basically... You were telling me how excited you were I for it. I was so excited. I'm super excited right now. Now, because it's a very hard category to fit movies in. Yeah. Like, to fill the three spaces, I think I got basically all the movies I could think of that fit this category as well as they do. Because the description for my category is movies that are done like they're a documentary. So yeah. technically they're found footage, and a lot of found footage movies are innately documentary style. Yeah, just based on the way they have to do the camera work. They're technically, for the most part, pseudo-documentaries. However, I wanted to go really heavy into that trope. Yeah. So they are pseudo-documentaries, like, portrayed like actual documentaries. So talking head interviews... You know, stuff like that. That's and what scares me because they have a lot of realism to them. That's, that's the part that terrifies me is, like, we've talked about on this show that I don't think people are that scary. Yeah, I think that's because you haven't seen a good people movie and the one you did see you were kind of um, not conscious for. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like things that are grounded in a lot of ways because that is that adds to the fear for me. See, and the, these are really grounded. See, that's fucking scary, The, the content's very different in each of them. See, that's exciting. They're very grounded. It's almost like a mini grab bag within a grab bag. Yep. And I, I think that'll be interesting to see as we go on the future boards if we end up choosing. Because, like, I can do categories like this where it's, like, style that yeah. ties them together. So it'll be interesting as you learn more stuff if you can do that as well. I've I've had a couple thoughts. Um, but, yeah, I, I got three different spots for that. Very different movies, but they're all tied together with this very close adherence to this pseudo-documentary oh, style. Oh, God. And they're very grounded. I'm excited. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It took me a while to find movies that I thought fit it well enough to actually matter. So yeah. that's 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 it. <sighs> Okay. Now, what scares me? So you have to choose. I have to choose one, and this is the first time in nine weeks that I've had nine spots to choose from. I know, and now I'm nervous because, like before, at the end of the board, it was like, "Well, I'm not going to choose that. I don't want to watch that right now. I don't want to watch that." It was like I had two cho- two choices. Right? It's not just that you have nine choices. It's that you haven't dipped your toes into any of them. So you, I'm scared. I, I gave you, I think, more to expect than you've had so far. Yeah, but for sure. Also, let me bring this you up. You have no frame of reference. I have no frame of reference. For the last fucking th- we haven't recorded an episode in, what, two weeks? Three weeks? Hey Yeah. Because we, re- we, ma- we mass <laughs> we, uh, we mass recorded before Christmas. Yeah. And New Year's. Because but- we needed to have a bunch of stuff done because we weren't going to be available to record. We mass recorded a Weird and again. Again, this is kind of behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't think we will normally talk about. But No, but I'm mentioning it because... Because we mass-recorded our, our board episodes, had those done so we could have them done just in case. Yeah. And then we recorded the next week, and I think the week after with just holiday episodes. Yeah, because we had Christmas and New Year's to put out. So, well, I don't think it's been that long since we've recorded an episode. It's been a real long time since we've recorded a board episode. That's the thing. But the reason I bring this up is because for the last fucking... Month of my life. Benjamin has not stopped. Every ten minutes at work, he'll be like, "Hey, what category are you picking? What category are you picking?" I want to know. And they be like, "You should pick mine. You should pick I my do category." Want it to be mine Ben, you get your wish. I'm gonna Yay! Pick, I'm going to pick your category. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. But which excited. spot, though? That's the thing that's scary, Ben. I'm not even looking at my list right now. I so. know. I don't remember which one's in which, so I can't even give you a hint. I, haven't, I have not no logic. You know All what? Right. Dude, I don't put these in a logical order. I just kind of go, loop that I thought about that one first. It's going in spot one. I know you don't, but it makes me feel better if I think you do. Okay. I don't have any logic this time. I can't explain myself. All right. But it's episode two. Sorry. No, it's not. It's It's episode one. Episode one of board two. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the first spot in your mockumentary category. Are you sure? Yeah. Before I like look at what that is? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. You sure? You want to do Space One? Yeah, yeah, I'll wa- yeah, yeah. All right. We are watching Okay. The Bay. Never heard of it. Okay. I, I, every time, I get so excited when you read the movie title because if I've heard of it, then it makes me ha- excited. But I've the ones I've never heard of are the freakier ones because I have nothing. I have nothing. All right. You ready for the description? Yeah. Documents the events of an ecological disaster in a small Maryland town. <sighs> You Good. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is this a bay on the ocean, like an ocean bay? I mean, not you like know. a bay in a lake. Technically, not. This is not a lake movie. This is an ocean movie. Well, it's a bay. <laughs> it's a very famous bay. Oh, okay. I, I was just curious because uh, I'm going to put this out there. I don't know if I've talked about this. We have, I think. <laughs> I don't like the ocean. No, Bob doesn't. I, it scares the piss out We haven't out chose me. The ocean movies yet. Because... Yeah, because well, that one is for when I when I feel comfortable and safe, and then we throw that at me, and then I die. That and aliens. Yeah. If we. Wa- First of all, we haven't talked about it. I had I saw a spoiler for Signs Bat- oh, that movie's not that scary. It's not that scary. That movie will probably scare the pants off of me. Anyway, we'll watch it. I'll, I'm cool with that. It sounds interesting. He didn't even see a good spoiler for science. He just saw a clip of the scene where the alien runs across the door frame. No, not the door frame, like. Uh, the in, hallway or whatever. No, in the background of like a TV shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, it's a bay. It's a yeah. battle bay. Okay. A, uh, a, an ecological bay movie. I mean, I guess I can tell you right now what bay it is if you're okay with that. That's fine. It's Chesapeake. It's in Maryland. Oh, okay. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, the big one. The one yeah. that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah, man. All right. Um, I got really scared because it was an ocean movie, for a second. It's not that bad. I'm scared of crabs, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you Are that. Are you afraid of crabs? I, I, I hope you mean the ones that live in the ocean. I do. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. If this movie's about giant crabs, I will fucking cry. Oh, my God. All right. Well, it's a 2012 film. Oh, okay. So it's fairly new, but not. It's fairly new, but not, not crazy. You know, 2019 or anything. It is an hour and 24 minutes long. That's a little short, but, you know. Actually, that's almost standard. Well, everything else we're watching is like an hour 36, that's, an hour 39. Yeah. It's a little shorter. I guess a couple minutes. But an hour and a half around that time. Yeah, yeah. Standard. That's pretty good. It's rated R. Thank God. And review scores. So IMDb's mm-hmm. is a 5.7 out of 10. Not bad. Tomato meter, which is the critic one on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, is 77%. That's pretty good. I'm Okay. Audience score. Oh, God. 43 percent oh people hate this movie uh it has one award one and one a nomination okay a nomination one nomination <laughs> The award it won was the Fright Meter Award, and that was to Aaron Yanes for best editing. Oh, interesting. That's it's interesting that we never really see awards for stuff like that. Like we haven't talked about any. We haven't talked about it a lot. I have included that now. That's cool. I like that. Now I'm curious if the editing is gonna like stick out and look like insane. Well, I mean, it had to be edited like a documentary, so it's yeah. I guess that makes sense. Notable like kind of actors in this: Uh, Kristen Connolly as Stephanie. So you might be familiar with her as Donna in the Cabin in the Woods. I haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. I like but that movie. you said we need to watch that because it's very good apparently. And then Kether Donahue as Donna. <laughs> and you might recognize her as Alice in Pitch Perfect. I haven't seen Pitch Perfect. Wow. wow. See, there we go. There it is. Another movie I haven't seen. So the director of this film is kind of famous. Oh, okay. It's... Barry Levinson. Uh, that name seems familiar, actually. Yeah, so he... Like one of his big films. Rain Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen Rain Man, but I know about Rain Man. <laughs> but I hope the mic didn't pick that up. <laughs> it didn't. No, it. I think it might have. Um, I think I heard all the headphones. That is fucking funny. <laughs> After what I told you about Christmas. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Motherfucker. But uh, Barry Levinson also produced and created the movie's story. Oh, okay. So kind of kind of a fun thing. Uh, the writer of the screenplay, though, is Michael Wallach. So this is his first writer and producer credit. Oh, that's cool. So. I, I like when directors do other stuff in the film ex- aside from directing. I mean, because I think it because they are the director and they're also doing these other things, they can do it as perfectly as they want for their vision, which is something really cool. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we don't think about this a lot, but the director is... Well, he's kind of in charge of the set. He is not top dog. No. He's kind of like the manager at the store, but not the guy who owns the store. Yeah. I mean, working in plays... I know that. Yeah. I worked in theater for a long time, and, so I've uh, dealt with many a director. A lot of the time, doing extra stuff just gives them more creative freedom, like writing. Obviously, that gives them a good amount of creative yeah. freedom, especially if they're good at it. Oh, yeah. Um, but the big one, though, is producing, because yeah. you have to be successful, because you have to have a lot of money, but when you're a producer, because you're providing most of the money- You can do whatever you want. You have so much more freedom. The budget for this film- Okay. Two million. It's okay. It's not crazy, but- Box Sorry. office? Yeah. 1.58 million. Oh, they lost money on this movie. That sucks. Yeah. Also, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before. For a movie to be like considered like breaking even, yeah. you have to make double your budget. Really? Yeah. Damn. Because like... I say break even. Like you need money to have come in. Yeah, I guess you would have to pay all your people and yeah. then also still pay for everything you needed for the movie. Also, I'm saying like box office, so that's... I Don't think that's taking out like everything. Oh, maybe I'm not to like the movie theaters and stuff. Oh yeah, that's oh man. I I think we've I don't think we've had a movie that didn't at least make money on the show yet. I think every single other movie we watched either made money or was straight to streaming. Yeah, so therefore didn't have a box office. Or that's something the thing. Like that. Some of, some of the films we're gonna watch are like straight to streaming or something like that. So it, yeah. it affects how their box office is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but country of origin, United States. Okay, I mean it's inset in Maryland. Set like. in Maryland. I like that you include that now. I I. It's interesting. Yeah. I've been, again, I've been trying to get more research in. So, yeah. We're getting there. And I'm sure there'll be more on the next board. But the film is also known as. Oh, it had a different name. Okay. Zaliv in Russia. That's okay. Gulf. Uh It means like Gulf. Okay. Translation. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right, but Terror in Gulf, which is the Romanian title. Okay. Which was Terror in the Gulf. Terror in the Gulf, yeah. Which I thought that was just interesting because, like, in the. Like Eastern European states, yeah, like the old Eastern Bloc. They changed it from bay to gulf. I guess those words are interchangeable. Pro- I th- in they that, basically mean the same thing in, in Islamic, Islamic languages. So yeah, I don't. I thought see that was either. fun. I got the German DVD title because it was pretty different. Oh, what's the German title? The Bay Nach Angst Panic Night of the Panic. Uh, no. or is what is it? Night, the, the bay the after fear comes panic. I knew it was fear yeah, I got fear comes and panic, but I <laughs> couldn't figure out how they formatted it. Uh yeah. I'm taking German Bob for fucking four years. But he took a break, so Yeah, well I did just pass German three. Oh, oh. I, I passed somehow. Frau likes me, I think. And then the last title was the Brazilian title. Oh, Brazil. Which was Incident em Claridge, which is Incident at Claridge. Cl- is that probably the name of the town? That's the name of the town, yeah. Claridge Makes sense. Yeah, so this is kind of the thing I haven't talked about before. I'm trying to get like some of the different names because I think that's kind of interesting I, to look at. I also think that's cool. So I've grabbed kind of the, the name in the other language, the foreign language, yeah. and the translation. Yeah, because I mean, in "Uh Rec," which is a Spanish film that we watched, the name in the English remake is called "Quarantine." They don't keep the that's name. That's the remake. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, that's because it's "Rec" in English, and it was famous enough. But yeah, the reason I did that is because some of the old films have titles that are different. Yeah from kind of what everyone knows them by. Mm-hmm. But those titles that are used differently are in the States and stuff. Nowadays, the state titles, like the the English titles are usually all the same. Yeah. There's not really a different one, but there's weird translations in other countries. And I think that's kind of interesting. I'm happy you included the German one. That yeah. was, I was like, thank you. Well, I, I look at this mega list. I can find like a mega list of mm-hmm. titles and their translations. Yeah. And I can usually defi- look at it and scan like the 30, 40 different names and be like, oh, that one looks very different. That's cool. Right. I want to... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, keep going. I, I had a thought. I'll tell you later. All right. Well, the tagline for the film. I was going to... That's what I want to talk about. Oh. I didn't know we were already there. Yeah, what did you want to talk about? I was going to ask what the tagline was. Oh. Because <laughs> <That>, <laughs> I was excited. Um, for taglines, too. Yeah. I've been trying to be pretty... I've been trying to screen the taglines and make yeah. sure like they're actually the ones we can find on the posters. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll get a list of taglines, and I'm oh, like... I, wanna... I don't know if that was used, or if it was used how frequently, you know? Yeah. I, uh... I was pulling screen or backgrounds for uh, Terra Train, which is our New Year's movie that we watched, and the, I li- I actually really like the um the what is it the oh my god am I dumb what am I what was uh, I trying to say the boys and girls of Sigma Phi some well, will live and some, some will die. die what the tagline for it, that's what I'm trying to think of the yeah. tagline the tagline for Terra Train was awesome I think it's super funny I think it's great I was pulling a poster and I found one that would just said the tagline was just all aboard and I wanted to fucking scream yeah I I tried to make sure I'm a finding a good tagline to tell you but I'm making sure it's the one that's usually visible on most of the posters. Yeah. Also, Terra Train has some of the coolest fucking posters I've ever seen. Oh, they're pretty well done for In, a, for a, for the mo- for the fact for that it's not a great movie, movie. Yeah. But you know, tag on for this one. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I like these. They're always fun. Panic feeds on fear. Oh God! The more the more <laughs> you describe this film, the more I think it is going to be like a psychological thriller movie. So, you want the facts for this for this fun movie? <laughs> I don't have a lot. I have okay. Four. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Levinson, uh-huh. uh, director. Yeah. He's from Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, that's cool. Which uh, I think is super cool because that's where my family's from. But yeah. Well, yeah. That's uh. That's kind of right by where this movie set yeah that's cool that's i, I enjoy this is something i enjoy about most movies but when the person that is directing or making them is from the place that they're filming yeah it adds so much authenticity to like to the movie and to the way they shoot things and to the things they add and that's why i like blood quantum so much is because the person that made that movie grew up on the reservation they filmed it on yeah which made it so much more intimate or of a film, of reservation inspired by the one it's set on yeah super super cool i love when so, directors do that kind of thing kind of It's kind of that. He's got a a connection. Yeah. The area. Super cool. Uh, The film came about as a result of a documentary that Levinson was working on regarding the problems facing the Chesapeake Bay. Okay. So, after (laughs) abandoning the documentary due to learning that uh, Frontline had already covered the issues that he was covering. Oh, okay. Okay. Levinson used his research to create this film as like another means to spread light on the topic cuz he just figured, you know, uh, people will uh, go see an actual movie yeah. more than they'll see a documentary. And also like he's already put so much work and effort into these things, why not use it for yeah, something into else? his research and everything like that? Why not use it for a different project? I thought it was pretty mature but also pretty smart. Yeah, it's cool. It it, it shows an ability to uh change think on the fly, change decisions as you move as yeah. you work, which is really I think an important aspect of being a, in any job really. And I think what's also important to note is, like, obviously, this movie didn't do great at the box office, but, like, it's on streaming and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I so mean, people... People still watch it. Yeah. We're watching it. Do you know... Do you want to go ahead and mention... Do you know what this is streaming on, or are we have to buy it? I bought it on Amazon Prime. Oh, I forget you started watching the movies before we... Yeah, yeah. So, some of them I've already seen, so I, I didn't have to do that. But yeah. for this category in particular, because I had to really screen stuff... Mm-hmm. I had to double-check stuff, so I, I bought this one, because I, I was pretty sure it fit. Okay. But the film was set in Maryland. It is shot on location in North and South Carolina. So, oh. just a kind of okay. fun fact. Okay. Cool, cool. They look pretty similar. I don't know if you've ever been to North or South Carolina. Uh, No, my dad did when he was, because his parents live out there. But. That's where the shrimp boating scenes are shot in Forrest Gump. Oh, that's I went there. Oh, okay, it's Down that's by cool. Fripp Island. Down by what now? Fripp Island. Fripp Island? F-R-I-P-P. I think it's in south carolina it's a cool name for an island and the shrimp boat company in Forest gump is the gay fish company <laughs> i have a gay fish company hat do you really yeah Do you usually wear it to work it's it's a it's a nice shrimping company though really like i That's bought cool. i was like four dollars a pound for shrimp. oh my god and it was all fresh caught that morning oh my gosh that's it's awesome frip island's like a vacation place mm-hmm. so like can, a tourist spot kind of sort of there's a bunch of houses on the island and that's all there is mm-hmm. so you can rent a house or buy a house there that's really cool really nice but the shrimping place is like a 10 minute drive away yeah, it's that's cheap. cool because it's all marsh there. Anyways, South Carolina, South Carolina, that's cool. So the original script for the film by Wallach, the writer, yeah, was originally more of a short story that tied together the like footage uh, as like a couple just watching it. Oh, interesting. Okay, so kind of more of a standard found footage format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but the style was eventually changed to like more documentary, like mm-hmm. pseudo-documentary, like mm-hmm. after Levinson basically got the script back. He liked it, but he was like, can we do this? Uh, Because he had finished watching a documentary, and he was like, I kind of want it to be more real. That makes sense. That's really cool. That's all I got. Okay. I want to say this. Yeah. Pre-recording, because we didn't bring it up, Mm -hmm. and- I need to stress, no relation to the movie we're watching right now. Oh, but Bob, you should probably. We agreed that you were going to have a vomit bucket on you at all times. <sighs> yeah, so, I know. I'll I'll get it. Just a heads up for anyone listening. Yeah, we we're adding to our our set. Bob's getting a fancy vomit bucket. I'm gonna. I have to get a bucket to vomit in because I've come close a couple times, and Ben's afraid I'm going to puke on him. It's not that I'm afraid you're going to puke on me. I'm like, if you vomit, it's going to take so much longer to clean it out of the carpeted floor than it <laughs> will to be to dump the bucket. Yeah, and also we'd have to pause the movie and clean yeah. it up, and like it's a whole thing. I, not saying anything about this movie. I'm just like in general I'm saying that. Considering one of our one of our categories is probably gonna be fucking foul, and disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So and demons probably won't be great either. You know, just a kind of a, a heads up to the audience members that we're, we're changing things on set, and Bob's hopefully never gonna vomit on me. So hopefully he'll get a bucket. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm surprised I didn't puke during the episode where I was drunk. I'm sober now. Actually, you were fine. You were just afraid. The one I thought. you we're gonna puke on uh, last board if anyone's interested in going to hear it because i think he puts the gags in the movie i didn't expect it because it's basically a rubber chicken but itsy bitsy oh yeah yeah because there's well, the scene where it bursts out of its little hibernation cocoon and it's all uh, legs first and bob didn't like it the spider movies fuck me up in terms of gagging because i think they're gross honestly the grossest movie we might have fucking watched might have been night of the demons 2 with all the flesh puddle shit and like weird, gross. Ugh, yeah. Or Well, Blood Quantum was gross, but it wasn't gross in a gross way. It was gross in a sick way. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was cool. That movie's Not awesome. the greatest movie ever, but Ugh. it's cool. I still, I can't get enough. I It's so bad that I almost bought Shudder just to watch Blood Quantum again. <laughs> You can just buy Blood Quantum. The, yeah. The DVD, they sell a DVD version of it that says uncut. So yeah, I might watch the uncut version. It makes version. me wonder if the version on Shutter's is cut just so it was shorter, and so yeah. we were missing a bunch of scenes. I don't think so, man. Because I... there was parts that seemed choppy. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. Maybe. But I guess we're going to go watch the movie. Yeah, we'll be back. I'm gonna tell you this right now. What's on, up on Mike about the movie? Okay. I'm not gonna show you the cover before the movie. Oh, okay. I'll show it to you after the movie. That's an interesting change in uh, pace because I know what the cover looks like, and I'm like that kind of spoils things. Oh, does it? Yeah. That sucks. So, nice. I'm glad that you. You know what? I'm glad that you're watching these movies ahead of time. At first, it kind of made me upset because I like the experience of us going into a movie together and us never both never having seen it. I can't speak. Both having never seen it, experiencing it at the same time and getting the same like review. In our thoughts. Yeah. But now you can kind of save me from getting things spoiled. Oh, yeah. And uh, to be honest, some of these movies I've seen vaguely a long time ago or parts of them. Yeah. And if I think I don't have to rewatch it, I might not Mm -hmm. just for time constraints. Yeah. Um, But like if I feel like I need to watch it for content purposes i'll watch it beforehand yeah eventually i'm sure we'll throw a movie on the board that i haven't seen and i'm like i could watch that with bob for the first time but well especially if it's something that you know is like really good and that people really like and you're like this is probably fine yeah we can just watch it together and we did do that a couple of times on the last board and it worked out yeah so you know just doesn't let me do as much prep yeah but uh we're gonna go watch the bay yeah we're gonna go watch the bay we will be right back bye So, what do you hi. think, Bob? <laughs> I didn't even say hi. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't even said hello to everyone. And oh. You're already fucking... Yeah, hey, we're back from the movie. Yeah, we watched it, man. Um, if you couldn't tell, I don't think Bob liked it. Well, liked is a hard word. Bob, what do you think? <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. You don't? Uh, I, I genuinely like... I. <laughs> <laughs> that one broke me, man. <laughs> That one really fucked me up. Like, honestly, like, I I know you saw me in the moment. Yeah. That movie is... It was was interesting. He went silent. He didn't even scream. He just started hyperventilating for, I think, the last 40 minutes of the movie. It (laughs) cut... So like ben, Ben's category says, this is shot like a documentary. Yeah. And it looks very much like a real documentary. No, before you say anything, I don't want you to say anything about what's in this movie yet. But we'll do the spoiler section first. But no spoilers. So the fact that it's shot like that yeah. and that it's paced like that and then it's set up like that fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that whole realism aspect? That's no. Uh, not to say I didn't like it. Like, did you think it? was a good addition. Yes, yeah. Yes, I you it, didn't. It made enjoy the movie it. better. <laughs> made my enjoyment of the movie go way down because <laughs> holy shit. Uh not that it was a bad movie. Not not it's actually it's quite good. It's pretty decent actually, surprisingly. And it's just the content of the movie itself is what fucked me up. And that is all I will say. Because I because not to spoil anything, the start of the movie you kind of think you know what's going on. Yes. And then it really turns it on its head and then it really freaked me out. This movie is done really well and that it slowly reveals what's happening and it slowly builds you up to what's happening. Yep. So that at different points in time, if you don't know a lot about the movie, you think different things. Now, yeah. I am saying that the cover kind of spoils stuff. I'm assuming it has... <sighs> and I'm not... I Actually, before we get into spoilers I'm going to pull up the cover just so Bob can see it. Yeah, because I assume I know what's on the cover now. And if I had seen that, it totally would have spoiled the movie for me. Right. So I'm so glad that you so, didn't show me. If you don't know anything about the movie yet, there's the Terra Train cover. Because you might not know anything about the movie, because I, I really avoided saying anything. Do you think I did a good job of avoiding yeah. saying anything? No, yeah, yeah, the yeah description? you got you, Yeah. It was good. I'm gonna be honest. I thought you were gonna be like, no, I can't handle this just from the name alone. <laughs> really? It's called The Bay. I mean, th- that did scare me. I will say that it that did that was a scary aspect of it because I know I don't like water films. Your oh, Bob the Babadook. A fear of the ocean. I like. La- I've seen the Babadook. Yeah, good movie. See that? Yeah, yeah. See that would have ruined the movie for me. See, it would have. I would have known exactly what was going on. So yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie and you really, I would recommend going in blind. Yes, Um, I I agree. Big agree. But the issue is, if you try to look up this film, the cover is is kind of spoilery. Super spoilery. And honestly, I wish that the cover just said the bay on it and just had a picture of the Chesapeake Bay or something. Yeah, because that is the least spoilery thing you could do. So somehow figure out a way you can watch this without looking at a cover. (laughs) I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I don't either. But I will say this is the least pseudo documentary like. out of the ones I picked. This felt more like found footage, less documentary. Yes, but what makes this one closer to a documentary than pure found footage is there's a person who, after the event, is giving essentially a talking head interview. Yeah. And her thoughts are put over a lot of the footage. A lot of the footage that she or someone else captured of the events. so she basically acts like a narrator, which is very uncommon in film, and so that's why I put it in this category. Yeah, I mean, she's basically narrating but being guided by questions. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that style? This is not, Uh, like, the best example of it, but, like, you kind of got a little taste. I like it, honestly. I think it I think it allows the movie to tackle uh what's the word i tackle tough subjects and not feel like it's pandering mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah because it very much I'll I will say a lot I of the actors in this movie um are very good and you can tell that they they feels it the acting feels real at least of the interviews and of the people and of the events everything feels. I don't well, know if that's because of good acting or if it's because of bad acting, you know? What What I'm saying is everything that happens, I'm not going, oh, that, that happened because of plot point X. Yeah. I'm going, that happened because it makes sense for that to have happened to these people in this situation. Things naturally unfold. Yes. That's what I'm getting to. Um, right. I mean, do you have anything else to add before we get to the, the spoilers? <laughs> the spoilers? Section I, I don't think so, man. I, I, can't, I can't talk about this film without spoiling it. I, yeah. Because, you know, there's a certain aspect of this film that I was not okay with. <laughs> yes. Um, so and it was not fun. I guess we're gonna go to spoilers. Yeah. and like always, if you haven't seen the film at this point, go watch it. This film especially your I will say I haven't seen this film already. Yeah. Watching it, having seen it already or knowing what happens, Mm -hmm. doesn't ruin your experience. Oh, really? That's surprising. Uh, And I'll talk about that in a second. It does, however, change it. Ah, I see. And that change isn't necessarily bad. It's just a different viewing experience. Okay. So I would recommend going in not knowing what happens. Yes, I also agree. If you can right now, go watch it before we spoil anything or before you get any spoilers like from cover art or anything. Yeah, if there's a trailer for this movie, do not watch it. Do not watch it. It gives away some stuff, but not as much as you think I've I watched. I mean, it. I'm just saying, like, based on the trailer, bro, based on the the photo alone, like the cover. Yeah, the photo really spoils it. The trailer does some spoiling. I've watched the trailer, just yeah. to make sure. But yeah, go watch it now. Try to see as little as you can. If you can watch it without looking at a cover, do that if you're interested. Because it's, it's a really cool experience to watch everything unfold. Because, like a documentary, it slowly... Gives you more information. Yeah, you get hints throughout the movie, and then you make you. I mean, I jumped to a lot of conclusions that you it did. just flipped on its head later, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, fuck." It reminds me of like one of those Netflix documentaries, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I, I get. I guess we'll get into it now. So, final warning. <sighs> Whew. All right, Bob. Yep, give it to me. What do you think? <sighs> <laughs> I don't understand why the audience score is so low. Really? But... Oh, actually, that, that, I just lied to you because I was going to explain why I think it's so low. <laughs> I was say. I, well, okay, how about this? For me, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put it that low as, an, as a viewer. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more than the audience score gives it credit yes, for. Yes, I agree with that. And I think I know why people don't like it. It's slow. Yeah, so the reason I think people don't like it is this is a non-standard horror movie. It's not. Like, it's not. I wouldn't... It's horror for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more horrifying for you... Than most audiences, because surprise, surprise, it's a scary ocean movie, kind of. Kind of. There's stuff from the water that is scary. There's stuff from the water that is scary. And that that is the part that freaked me out. That's a fear for Bob. A huge, a big one. A a real big one. It's not scary in that sense. For me, this movie was unsettling. That, too. This movie unsettled me to my core. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's part of this. Me and Bob have kind of a similar taste in horror, and unsettling works for us. It, 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 I'm sure there was more fear in there for Bob than there was for me, but I enjoy a good unsettling horror movie. This movie gave me the hebis jeebus. However, good unsettling horror movies do not sell well, like yeah. traditionally in theaters, especially in 2012. Yeah. Like, I get why people... I wouldn't find the reason that this movie is so scary to me is because this is a genuine fear that I have. The things that happen in this movie, I have had nightmares about Benjamin. Like, I'm not even fucking with you. I am so scared of something like what happened in this movie happening to me in real life. (gasps) And this is why I don't swim in the ocean. Dead ass. I'm not even fucking with you. That's why I won't do it. The ocean's fine. Like, this is not an actual concern. But I do think it's very interesting. I don't care. I believe you about the having dreams about it because I don't know if you'll be able to find it. But things start to reveal themselves, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think you might actually need the trash can in this movie. And you were like, yeah, I won't need it unless things start crawling out of people's skin and stuff. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then that happened eventually. I'm telling you right now, if something... We don't see. We only see something. Ugh, I don't want to. Spo- I don't want to get into it because we haven't really start talking about the movie yet. But we it, gave our know. spoiler warning. We gave the spoiler warning. So you don't mention it. So. No, I'll wait. I'll wait. We'll really? talk, We can talk. We'll get to it. We're gonna unfold it. We're, we're gonna get to it in a minute. All right. So the setup. Right. So I believe it's called a, a framing story. If you're familiar with that term. Uh, no, I'm not. Basically, it's the story that is kind of built. It's the framework for everything else. Sure. So okay. in an anthology series, the framing story would kind of be like the story that's going on and. And then during that story, you cut away to little anthologies. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. And so the framing story in this one is the talking head interview with yeah. this woman. And do you remember her name? Donna. 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 Yep. Yeah. So Donna, she's uh she used to be like a reporter. A, a reporter, a reporting intern. She was yeah. a communications major. And she participated in the Fourth of July celebration as a reporter, going she was an intern. Yeah. And she was given like this kind of small crappy assignment to go to the small town and look at their Fourth of July festival. Yeah, and just basically interview the mayor, interview different people, <laughs> Get some talk to them. B roll about a parade. Like if you ever watched the local news, it's that yeah. you know, five minute clip that they have mm-hmm. during festivities. It's like when you it's like when you're in a town you have to cover something cuz it's like a big town event or whatever. Not even that. It's like when you have just need to cover something to fill like time. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, that's that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But that's what she did in 2009 and I yeah. think this is 2012. I think it is set in 2012. It's set in 2012 and the events of the movie take place in 2009. And so this frame, this framing that happens is she's on a Skype call with some unknown person. Yeah, we don't actually ever learn who she's interviewing with. Because she is trying to set up essentially this documentary that gives away all this footage she recorded and all the events that around the environmental disaster that happened at Claridge because the government has essentially covered it up. Yeah, she says that uh, basically after the Claridge events, the government came in and took all their footage and was like, you cannot show this to anyone. You have to sign, like... I think at the end of the movie, she explains that she doesn't know how much money exchanged hands. The people in the town signed, like, NDAs and stuff. got paid a bunch of money by the government to not talk about it but you know she's she's trying to get this the information out there because yeah i think part of this is because she she used to be a reporter we learned that she kind of gave up on that career path after, after this, this. Which, which is fair I honestly get, yeah but she's just kind of like she doesn't feel like settled about the events no. until she gets to i guess talk about it which is a which is just a normal trauma thing yeah, like that's and- a psychological kind of response. Yeah. But she's essentially teamed up with um, this website, govleaks.org. I think that's a, I think that's where she says that everything got leaked was to a website called govleaks.org. Basically, from what I can understand, they were able to recover most of this. Yeah, Most of the footage are, that are we planning saw. to leak it and yeah, she's working with them has like kind of the tie together for it all to mm-hmm. comment on it uh, that's why we don't see who who she's on the other side with yeah just because he's probably they're not doing totally legal stuff yeah. you know but that's the setup so throughout the movie a lot of the footage we're just watching yeah it happened and it's you know cut together um but throughout it'll kind of cut back to her her talking head interviews which are over grainy skype yeah Or we'll just hear her talking, kind of throughout the footage. She'll Um, just voice over a lot of what's happening. Which is, how do you like that? I liked it. She kind of adds extra information that you wouldn't get normally. That's what I was about to say. Is like, I think it's cool because. In the moment, we can see what is happening, but having her be able to come over and explain exactly what's going on is kind of yeah. cool, especially when, it, like, a lot of this is shot in documentary style, so a lot of it is, like, long panning shots of the town. Because it's or, just essentially B-roll they've Yeah, compiled. I mean, it's just a bunch of B-roll. So it's, like, shots of the parade, shots of the town, shots of stuff happening. It's just her talking over it. It's super, super nice. It's just really nice to get to be given information over shots that you don't really need to be paying attention to. Oh, uh, I think it's, it's more interesting because... So the film shot, like, these are a bunch of cobbled together clips that were never supposed to air. Oh, yeah, that too. So her sharing information makes them more interesting because there's there's they're showing them because there's information that they accidentally captured in a lot of these shots. Yeah. And as the audience, we don't know them until she points them out to us. So I yeah. think there's a really good example of this early on. And uh, you really noticed it um, <laughs> and didn't like it. I don't oh. know if you know what I'm talking about. But I don't remember. But basically, maybe. the first footage we see is just her actual B-roll for like her segment and it's just of the festivities and stuff like that and it's the movie really first starts opening up when everything's normal and she's just talking about like what she was doing that day she's everything's kind of happy the colors are pretty bright if you kind of looked at the color palette. Mm-hmm. Everything's kind of well-lit and everything because yeah. it's daytime. She's like, ah, uh, she makes some jokes like, why didn't anyone tell me my pants were too tight? Yeah, it's very lighthearted. Yeah, beginning. it's very lighthearted. And, you know, she's making commentary over it a lot. This is probably when she makes the most commentary over it. And everything's pretty lighthearted. And then at one point, she's panning over some people and she's like, oh, this is oh yeah. so-and-so. And these are family that did a lot of community stuff. And then she's just like, and... um, they both died in the travesty. they no, no, no. And all their family. No, she says they they lost their entire family. Oh, yeah. To that day, which is like it's such a juxtaposition to what we've been seeing from everything else in the film so far. And that's what I think the commentary does really well, is it yeah. adds information that you wouldn't pick up otherwise. That you wouldn't know. Like, you, you have no way of knowing yeah. about these people, you what their guess. lives are. You can guess, but it's very difficult, you know? And there's other stuff like that, like... She's showing like her crappy interview footage with the mayor. Oh, yeah. And she's talking about it. And then she's like, I mean, he was nice. But then she's like, well, later I learned he was very culpable for all this. Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, but yeah, so basically the film opens up on pretty normal footage and it's kind of establishing what this town's like on a normal day. Yeah. And then we cut to these oceanographers. Yeah, so there, we follow... All, but we very oh, specifically cut to them being dead. Oh, yeah. So that's the first big thing. As we learned right away that these guys are dead. Yeah. And um, that they got pulled out of the water. Mm-hmm. They don't know what happens. It looks like shark bites. A lot stuff. of people are assuming shark bites. But they even say in, in the movie, like, shark bites are super rare in the bay. Yeah. Like, bull sharks are considered aggressive, but other than that, like, shark bites are not very common. Especially because it's brackish water. Yeah. But it's it's very early on point out that these people are pulled out of the water. I think it's like three... three... Three weeks before July 4th, which is when this takes place. Yeah. So there's kind of this suggestion that what we're about to learn whenever we focus on the oceanographers is things that were sent out to people like the mayor. Yeah. Basically stuff that should have already been known. So from this point on throughout the movie, we're seeing some of the footage they took, which is their like logs as they're covering kind of the pollution in the bay and what's wrong. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And... From this point on the footage is kind of organized interestingly because it's not chronological footage no. it's it cuz it, over time we are shown like chronologically the events of the deli- the events of the day of July 4th. Yes. But as we go on we get various B-roll that's relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everything's kind of organized in a way that we slowly have a reveal of information. So we jump around between a lot of different people. We jump around between a lot of different footage, a lot of different people. A lot of different cameras. A lot of different time periods because things are happening at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think the best way for us to describe this film, because I don't think we can... It's really hard to go scene by scene, because yeah. a lot of the scenes are super short, and they're ju- it's just information. Like, yeah. it's just like a clip of something, like a documentary movie. Or like be. I said, it's just B-roll that is yeah. interesting in context, but it's hard to talk about. So I think the important thing to know is kind of the reveal of information. So I think that's what I'm going to describe here, if sure. you're okay with that. Let's, uh, can we start with... I was going to start with the pollution. That's fine. Sure. So that works. Kind of. We see the town, and then the first reveal we get is the stuff about the chicken plant. Yeah, that's the big one. I think we get that before the oceanographers. Oh yeah, but we do. Because some... there's a whole uh, setup for f- during Fourth of July where the mayor, John Stockton, is giving a speech, and someone starts yelling at him. That's actually before I think July Fourth. Yeah. Oh, is it? Se- yeah. Is that before? Oh, also that was I think his name's Jerry. Yeah. That's the same wo- man she was interviewing about the. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I know. I, I caught that. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Because it shows they're reusing extras. <clears throat> which makes sense if the town's that small. Uh, I mean, 6,200 people. Yeah. But the first thing we learn is about the pollution, which is a real thing. That's, again, what this is inspired by. Yeah. I mean, I assume that's what the director was working on before, you know, but he made this movie. Basically, the town of Claridge has a big chicken industry. Yeah. And they're basically taking all the chicken excrement, which is filled with steroids and all the other types of stuff, and dumping it in Chesapeake Bay. In the bay. Uh-huh. Um, which is a big problem. Yeah. Because they say throughout the film from the oceanographers that the amount of pollutants that they create, just this one town. Yeah. Is more than all the pollution runoff from when it rains. Because if you don't know anything about water runoff and stuff or yeah. farm runoff. Basically when it rains, the water will pick up like manure and stuff like that. Pesticides, whatever you spray on your plants in the farms. It'll drain into like rivers and stuff and then go into the ocean. And that causes like algal blooms and stuff like that, which aren't good. But it's somewhat controllable. Yeah. But the oceanographers are like, no, this one town is creating more pollution constantly yeah. than just like a huge rainstorm would create over hours and over a hundred of miles. So that's horrifying. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, more importantly than that is the fact that this town is drinking the water. Yeah. They're, they have a desalinization plant. Yep. And they're taking all the water. and From the bay. From the bay. And they're taking the salt water out of it. Or the salt out of the water. Yep. So it's uh, fresh water. So it's drinkable. And ideally, this was designed for the chickens. Yeah, and it is used on the chickens. They it's show that. really meant for drinking. Yeah. Uh, and But there's this kind of reveal that the town's drinking it. And the yep. mayor is pretty much like, yeah, the water's fine. Yeah, I mean, he even drinks a glass of water up on stage in front of everyone. Like, yeah, yeah. look, cleanest water I've ever seen. Tastes great. And, you know, so that's kind of like the first thing that's unfolded. Yeah, and then there's the next reveal, which is I, I was think, gonna go to the dunk tank. What about the dunk tank? Did you not catch that? What we the first person that we see that is affected by whatever's going on? Are you sure that was the woman in the dunk tank? Yes, it was. I thought it was just another. It fat was. Expi- lady. I explicitly paid attention and was like, that lady's got. Cause, okay. Let me let me be real. We know something. The whatever's going on is coming from the water. Yes. This we do. movie is so heavy on the water motifs. Every fucking chance it gets, it throws water. Yes. Yeah, so I was gonna... I'll mention that at the end. Yeah. Because, again, it was part of watching it again. Yeah. So... I caught it instantly. Apparently, we see the lady when she gets in the water. Yeah. So there's a lady. Like, so, so throughout the whole thing, you know, it's showing B-roll of like the festivities and stuff. Yeah. Which and involves shows a lot a dunk of water tank and stuff because they're on the bay. So the, a lady gets in the dunk tank and like someone throws a baseball and dunks her in the water. She gets out and everything is fine for yeah. about 10 minutes. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably longer than that. It's it's yeah. But the first reveal of something's wrong is this lady's walking down the street and she's very far away, so we yeah. can't see it first. She's just screaming, "Help me!" And you can see everyone around her running away. Because yeah. they don't want to... It would be weird if some lady was just walking around during a 4th of July parade screaming, help me. No, if she looks like she did, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would I be would like, uh, you are because scary. She, she gets closer to whatever person's filming. I think it's the camera crew. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know who it is, but it's, it's somebody. It's someone else. It's just a random person. Because yeah. the camera crew's at the crab eating contest. Oh, that's true. Oh, that, that one's bad too. But just she's walking forward and she gets closer to the camera and you see her skin's all red and she's got like boils and stuff. Everywhere. All over her body. It's her face, her neck, it's her back. Scary. And kind of this is the open reveal that lots of people are starting to show up with yeah. lesions and boils, mostly blisters like all over the body mm-hmm. and there's i think it's like the next 10 20 minutes is basically showing the fact that there's a lot of people starting to there show are up a like lot like this a lot a lot um, like a lot a lot and uh this is the first time we go to the hospital yep and we meet oh my god what's his jack name? jack abrams abrams yep who i just want to mention is such a good betrayal of a doctor's character oh for sure yeah it's there's, very very good there's so many parallels i always think of between the COVID doctors especially the first one the Chinese one. Oh yeah. Who? Uh, because you learned right away. He treated people. He treated, I think they say, 360 cases. Oh my 350 God. 350 in like 12 hours. Holy before shit. Before he, the town cleared out and he died. Like they tell you straight up, he he died. So this is kind of like the last footage of him. But he's such a good doctor because yeah. he. Slight spoiler. He he stays the whole time. Like he yeah. sends the rest of his staff away. I mean, I'll spoil this now. The CDC tells him to get the fuck out. Yeah, and he's like, you and your st- the CDC tells him you and your staff need to leave. Need to leave before which you is, get infected. Which is understandable. That's what the CDC's job is. It, yeah. If they're like, hey, you can't save these people, it's you are uninfected, you need to leave. Yep. And he goes, well, I sent my home my staff home 20 minutes ago. I sent them to leave. And then he says, I have people in pain here. But I have people in pain here. Yeah. I can't leave. hmm. I won't leave. And that's such a good a good yeah. thing. But I just wanted to mention that. But oh yeah, for sure. This starts basically we see Jack a lot talking to the C D C. Yeah. And this kind of starts the whole extra footage, which is government footage that they have. Which is cool. I liked I liked this part. Which is C D C primarily. Yeah. And there's eventually a couple other uh organizations. The EPA. EPA. Uh they talk about the um Coast Guard. Coast Guard another one there is another one i can't remember I fema fema that's what it, was. That, that's what it is uh, and we see a couple of different We're skype calls with them yeah but the cdc is the one we see a lot because jack is basically constantly on the phone with them yeah he opens up with it and he's like hey i have a case of it looks like a bacterial infection i have 30 cases i don't know what it is yeah i don't know what it is can you guys like send somebody over here to check this out or just talk me through it yeah and he's like i have 30 cases right now and so this is kind of like th- the start of the reveal that a lot of people are getting infected quickly a lot of people quickly. fast because he's like they started this morning and I think it's like ten A. M. at yeah, that point. And what's funny is he he talking to the C D C guy and he's like, We have thirty k, we have you know, people with X like with lesions, blah blah blah. He's like, Okay, well how m- you have one case? And he goes, No, we have thirty. Yeah. And the dude's like, Thirty? Yeah. <laughs> like that's a lot. I will say this film does a good job of Portraying like the doctors and the CDC, yeah, it's very Especially good. Especially the CDC workers who learn things and they give very, very realistic real responses. Reactions. Yeah. like he's, like Bob said, the guy like, he pauses when he hears thirty and he's like thirty, like, but he tries to be professional sure? and he's like, uh, okay, um, yeah. And also, I think this is a great view into bureaucracy. <laughs> Yeah, there's a great bu- view into bureaucracy, because as we learn, a lot of the information about this event was kind of had beforehand, because we know the yeah. oceanographers died, and like their ca- their camera footage was recovered, and they got like an autopsy report, Yeah, but it got passed around for 16 days. There's so much red tape. Before the CDC got it. Yeah, it's uh, eventually ridiculous. Eventually they call, I think, the EFA guy. Yeah, the e- well, the EPA calls them and says, hey, you know, we found those oceanographers, here's the report on their body, like, and then the dude on the phone's like, You're, are you just not getting this to us? We've been dealing with this for like 12 hours. And they're like, "What? We didn't know that." <laughs> but you it's know, super fucking it's ridiculous. A good, it's a good show of it. Yeah, but I think the point, the takeaway here is, we see a lot of infected people in the hospital. Oh, at, it gets bad fast. And we see like kind of Abrams interviews with them. Oh yeah, which is he's, cool. He's taking footage, so he has like a record mm-hmm. of like their symptoms and stuff. But their symptoms are just like a rash, right? Yeah, it looks like some sort of bacterial um, bacterial infection, <laughs> which is what everyone is treating it as at the moment. Yeah, and then we have our next review, which is at the the crab eating contest oh okay we're here yeah i didn't know how far we were gonna go and we see a guy who looks sick and he starts the vomit yeah so and then other people start the vomit a lot of people at the crabbing contest start throwing up everywhere and i think from here it cuts to the first dead body they find yep we see these two cops are driving along the street and they see a dead body yeah and I- that's jim and paul Jim and Paul. So oh, I, I like. I was going to say this at the start, but I forgot. We get the perspective of a lot of different people in mm-hmm. this town. There's Donna and the cameraman. Yeah. The mayor. Yep. Who we follow a little bit. He's not. He's around a bit. The sheriff Lee. The sheriff, who is yeah. And then we also follow Jim and Paul, the two cops. Abrams. But then the last group is we follow is a family of Alex, Stephanie, and then their child, their baby. Yeah. The baby. Sailing into town from seven hours away. Sailing into town seven hours away because Stephanie's parents live in Claridge, and she's going to visit them for Fourth of July. Yeah. But those are the people we follow throughout this film. So this is the first time we meet Paul and Jim, the two sheriffs. They're deputies. Deputies, sorry. But they find the first body, and yep. it's just kind of on the side of the road. mm mm-hmm. um, And we don't really see it. No. It, all they have is a dash cam. Yeah. That's what's cool, I think, is this movie does not force itself to be a movie, if that makes sense. Yeah, It only uses cameras that make sense for them to be there to capture the footage, so, which is super interesting. Interesting to me. Which I think is cool because- It I, is very cool. I think I talked on our, our wrap up for the last season mm-hmm. about found footage a little bit. Yeah. And I think it is a cool genre that can be very good, Yeah, but it can also be very bad. And a lot of trap that people fall into when they're making found footage films is they feel the need to make an actual movie, yeah. but just on like shittier cameras- and sometimes they explain it away, and I get that. But this one works with the fact that yeah. this isn't an actual movie. This like, is they're just... restricted by the footage they would mm-hmm. have had. Which is super fucking cool. So instead of being like, oh, they had body cams, they're like, no, they don't have body cams. All you get is the dash cam from the All you get the is the, the dash cam whenever you see them. And they don't have mics either, so like, no. the dash they... cam has a microphone, but sometimes they just have to crank up the When they leave the, the car, like you can't hear what they're saying. Yep, except over the radio. Yeah, and you can even hear over the radio people talking while they're not in the car. Yeah. Which is so interesting. But they find the first body, and then after that, we start to see the true... I think, next symptom, which is we hear a 911 call. Yeah. We see the footage because the person was filming it at the same oh, time. Oh, God. This woman walking down the street, she's there's blood dripping from her mouth, and she starts vomiting blood. Everywhere. Which I assume is probably what the people at the crab eating contest were doing, too. Oh, yeah, We probably. don't see any blood, but... No, we see a lot of vomit, though. Yeah, so there's now a new symptom of not only is there lesions and boils you puke blood but you puke blood and we then cut to basically the cops coming yeah and when the cops get there they think it's a A murder. murder because we don't see anything nope but we hear them mention that she looks mutilated her tongue is missing is the big her one. Her tongue is missing, and also like her her chest is ripped open. Yeah. So they're they're thinking that it's some sort of they've mentioned it. Let's look for the husband. Do yeah. we think it's some kind of domestic violence thing? Do we think like we don't know what's going on, so we're gonna look for a killer? And so this is kind of also the first reveal for us that it isn't just like a skin infection or something. Yeah, it's not just like a bacterial infection. I actually want to ask you, Bob. What what did you think was happening at this point? So I at, didn't know. At this point, I knew I knew from the start of the movie because of how heavy it was with the water thing. Yeah, it was obviously the water (laughs) obviously the water I was first my thought was okay what could be in the water I know there are flesh eating amoebas in water so yeah. I was like, oh, it could be some kind of flesh eating bacteria. That's a common thing that happens. Or algae. You know, algae, or starts algae. causes like a lot of irritation, like that. Too. Yeah. And then, and at that point, my mind had not even considered what it actually was. But yeah. that was, at this point in the movie, that's where my mind was. And that's why I was like, at this point in the movie, I'm watching I'm like, okay, this is going to be a fairly gross movie, but it will not be that scary of a movie. Yes. And right around this point, I, it might have been right before we see her vomiting blood. It could have been right after we cut to the oceanographers and they show a fish, the inside yes. of a fish. Yes. I think it was, was after. It was either right before or right after. I think it was after. And they have like one of those little uh, bendy cameras. Like, yeah, like you what might... they would use in like a colonoscopy or something. Yeah. When they would stick it up your butt. But it's a lot. Look around, Yeah. And they go inside the fish's throat, and you see a bunch of little like oh, worms. worms. Like they say larva. They don't know what it is. Yeah. And I think that's. I think this might have happened right before she started vomiting blood. It might have been. It's before. kind of like remember. an explanation of yeah what happened because then... maybe I don't remember. So the implication is like she has worms, you know? Yeah. Worms. Worms. Would you have been fine with worms, Bob? Uh, no, no, no. Worms aren't that bad though. No. Mm. But compared to what you got. Uh, depend on what the worms look like and how... They kind of just look like... To me, they kind of look like leeches. Tiny leeches. Yeah, that was kind of what I got from them, but which is fine. I don't think that's as bad. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's kind of the, the reveal to us that it's a parasite. It's some kind of parasite. But from this point on, the symptoms, are they par- escalate quickly. So the next really footage from the crime scene stuff is they find another body. Oh, yeah. And this one, we get to see it for a second when they, they're cutting off the dead body and the tarp falls off of it. <sighs> and it's a woman with her like stomach bursted open. Yeah. Yeah. But then her, like, jaw's missing. It's not just her tongue. It's, like, yeah. her, her lower jaw. And, I mean, that shows that something's happening. Yeah, God, dude. I- but, I mean, that's kind of w- all we see for most of the movie is, like, we see the, the skin lesions and stuff and the yep. boils, and we might see a couple corpses that are bursted open. Yeah. Um, but we really don't see what is doing it. We no. kind of just implied it's, that it's, it's worms. It's, yeah, it, the first time we see is, uh, like, a one shot footage, yes, on a boat. Very scared, Bob. Oh, it scared the fuck out of me. We see it once, and then later in the movie we see the the scene that scared Bob, and it scared him again. Yeah, because I I don't fuck with it, yeah, man. Basically, I don't like it. Right after we see this dead body for the first time, I think we cut to a fishing boat that's like six miles away. Yeah, it's like it's pretty it says, far. Uh, yeah, I think it's something like six miles. So I think it's mostly out of the area of infection. Oh yeah, which is interesting. But yeah. this guy is just pulled in a fish, and he they're holding it, it the taking hook, pictures. Yeah, and you know. His thumbs kind of in its mouth, like you do when you're holding a fish. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What is that?" And you don't see it. And then Bob, do you want to describe it because you didn't like it? I don't know how to describe it. Basically, a thing crawls out of the fish's mouth, yeah. crawls up onto like the fleshy bit of his thumb, bites him, and then he starts like freaking out, freaking out, f- flailing his hand. It falls onto the deck and, and then, then crawls, crawls back in the water. out of the water. So I don't know what you, how you describe it. Well, I think this is where the this is kind of the reveal that that's probably what this is. Yeah, it's it's kind of big. It's about the size of like. I don't know, probably like that long. So I'd say it's about... Three, four inches long. Yeah, like that long. Probably know. about the thick, like an inch thick. Yeah, it's not very. Thick. And it's an ice pod. Basically, a little crab, a sea louse, a basic. Yeah, not so, a crab, but they like they look like a roly poly. Yeah, so if you you can just look up sea louses, and uh, it's later revealed in the film that it's very specifically the tongue eating sea louse. Yeah, that one I knew those existed before we watched this movie. By the yeah. way, and they fuck me up. They're fucking freaky looking. <laughs> so this movie's kind of unrealistic. And yeah, I think we can talk about that now. Like those sea lice would not. They just eat tongues. Yeah, that's just their thing. They they eat a fish's tongue and they replace it. And then they eat the food that the fish brings in. Yes, Uh, I think they might suck blood too. But yeah, basically they just replace the tongue. They don't do what the the ones in this film would do, which is basically eat things from the inside. Eat your entire inside. Or when they're fully grown, attack things in swimming swarms. Yeah, I I (sighs) doubt they swim that well. They're probably mostly a uh, a bottom dwelling thing. But. Yeah, normally isopods don't grow that big. Yeah, they're fucking uh, huge. They use, I mean, obviously, this isn't too big in the grand scheme of things, but normally they aren't that big. Uh, there is some big ones. Uh, they yeah. show a picture of one of the big ones. Yeah. Those are the very deep-sea dwelling ones. Yeah, they go, yeah, we found this guy. I think they said it was like two meters long or something. Trying to bury into a submarine. Yeah. Yeah, that's not super realistic, basically. I don't think that's a real event that happened. It is a real picture of an isopod, I think. Yeah. Uh, but there's really some there's some really big ones that get that big. They live on the bottom of, like, the Mariana Trench and stuff. Yeah. Very deep-sea organisms. They're kind of, like, bottom feeders and stuff. So not really a necessarily dangerous creature like they are in this movie. But <sighs> that's kind of the reveal. Like, that's our threat. Yeah. Uh, although the, the people don't learn that until, like, the end. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going on until, like, uh, the end of the movie. But, yeah, a lot of the stuff from this point is just kind of the, the town slowly falling apart. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is—and I guess we'll probably cover a lot of the big stuff. A lot of it is just— Donna and the cameraman walking around, looking at stuff. Or just other people. Yeah, there's this really, really sad... (laughs) I skipped over the people that the movie talks about because there's this really sad, uh, not moment, just part of the movie, where throughout the movie it cuts to this 15-year-old girl... Oh, my God. It's so sad. It's so sad. Who is covered in lesions, by the she's way. She's covered in lesions. She's one of the first people who gets them. Yeah. But she's just like, she's she's calling her friend. Yeah, on FaceTime. And that's something they talk about. Is, she's just like, I don't know where my parents went. They left without telling me anything. Yeah. I assume they were also sick. Infected and probably died. And she's like, I'm scared. I don't want to be alone. Yeah. So I'm calling my friend. So it, it. it just cuts to. FaceTime footage of her talking to her friend, and you know she's gonna die. You know she's gonna die, and it's so just and like we heartbreaking. Kind of the movie, yeah. There's a lot of sad stuff in this film, yeah. Because you just see random people infected, yeah, like some children. I mean, you know? It's it's like actually kind not, of depressing. It's depressing, man. It's such a. It's not that it's like the movie does not lean into the sadness. No, it's a. It's a very kind of it's a very analytical real kind of <laughs> drawn away take from it. Yeah, especially because. Donna has kind of dealt with this over three years, so she's yeah. not very emotional about it. No although you can tell kind of it's it still hard messes for her. with her but yeah it's basically it's slowly kind of breaking down the big events that happen in the town as people yeah. start to succumb to the infection because mm-hmm. well, we don't get to see it until the very end we only see that one time oh, yeah. and we'll talk about that later but basically what's happening is the boils are basically an autoimmune response yeah like if you if you have an allergy to food if you eat something you can get essentially like blisters and stuff Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what's happening to these people is they have a parasite. And their body's giving an autoimmune response and they're blistering everywhere. Yeah. And what's happening is these parasites are growing to their full-blown state from like larva. Way too fast. Yeah. I think they say eight hours. And it normally takes like... Oh, it takes so much longer than that. That's like an unrealistic kind of time. Yeah. But basically what's happening is these parasites are growing to their fully grown state. While they're larvae, they're eating like the internal organs, mostly like the intestinal tract. Yep. Because the implication is a lot of people are drinking the water that has larvae in it. Yeah. They don't get filtered out. Because it's going to a desalinization plant. And a desalinization plant is not a filtration plant. Nope. Those aren't the same thing. But, you know, the larvae are coming. They're eating the organs, which causes a lot of internal pain. And, and then, then also vomiting because your body vomiting. doesn't know what to do with all so the some of them acid in your the, body. The throat and the tongue area. Yeah. And they just kind of eat their way out and kind of burst out. And then, oh, yeah, God. But I assume they then die on land. They're, Probably. They're not sea. They're not, they're not. They're sea creatures. But they're not near the water. So I, I assume they just have gills. So they might be able to survive on land for a little bit like fish. Yeah. But and I then assume just, they then just drown, you know probably so that's kind of good right yeah i guess man but yeah i mean there's not really a lot to describe from this point on except for stuff happens and it's not good like we basically start to see all the characters we listed slowly die slowly get infected and die or run from infected people and die the cdc figure out out what's happening certain characters figuring out what happens it's very much i don't want to say this in a bad way it's very much a nothing movie yeah like but it's what happens is very simple Yes. And it's it's not like a shocking thing. The film is solely how it reveals the information that mm-hmm. you already know. Yeah. Like, like a documentary. It's well written. It makes sense. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I get why people don't like it per se. I get why people don't like it, but I enjoyed the movie. I'm yeah. never going to watch it again. <laughs> Never. Yeah. I, I also know why critics didn't like it. Oh. It only has a 77%. I mean, that's pretty good, though. It's still. pretty decent, but, like, a lot of people's fears with it is is kind of, like, too over the top for the ecological stuff, which I get. It's kind of, like, fear-mongering in a way. I mean, I guess, but, but... that's, I think, more because it's a horror movie mixed with an ecological movie. Yeah, but also, it, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about it at all. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of just the fallout. Yeah. And kind of everyone's response, CDC. And, and honestly, the worst part is every single time, like... <laughs> This is going to sound bad. Donna is very... You said it detached from the situation at this point and very It's looking at it from very... Not um, detached, but she's kind of worked through her issues with it. I guess, yeah. But she do- just doesn't like... She's tired. She's tired of it. At one point, we see... Her, her cameraman drinks some water, and she goes. He washes off his face. He washes off his face. He's just like stressed, and he washes his face off, and goes. He died that night. Yeah, and it's just like holy shit. And you can tell she she it fucked with her a lot. Yeah, because we see Donna drinking water in other scenes, and she I mean, doesn't. The film ends on a very good closing note. Of, oh yeah, some people were fine, and others weren't. We don't know why they weren't infected because yeah. she like drinks some water she washes her face mm-hmm. but yeah I, I don't know if there's much else I want to talk about there's there's kind of events of how characters die and... I want to talk about the last scene well not the last scene the, what happens right before the end of the movie if Which that one makes is sense because I, I don't want to talk about everything I just want to leave it out there for if people want to see it the Alex thing because that like actually like that was that fucked me up yeah so I think we can talk about that one that's, I think that's the last thing we should talk about that's the only kill I want to talk about because so the rest there's... of them are, are whatever not, uh, not that they're whatever Whatever. they're just they're they're less i don't want to spoil what happens they're less <laughs> kills and more events of how it happens
1: yeah like oh god i'll mention it
0: i think the moment of the two deputies yeah their whole story i think that's a very good story oh it's good it that um, might be my favorite subplot we watched because it's it's so sad oh it's tragic it's, it's like actually thing, horrific the first thing you learn about these two guys best friends they're best friends like, the one is the, the best man at the other's wedding. Yeah. So, I don't want to get into a lot of that. Yeah, we can talk about the ending scene. So, basically, the family we've kind of been following the whole time. Finally lands. Yeah, they've basically been on the boat the whole time. Yeah. Not in the water, N- except well. for one scene- when Alex, the husband, gets pushed in by yeah. the wife Stephanie, and who, he uh, swims around in the water for a I, bit. I, I, I imagine she feels real bad after. Oh, probably. Yeah, but they get to the town, and it's kind of this. It's this good reveal because they don't know what's happening. Yeah, they, they don't the know because they've been on a boat. They've been on a boat, but the government shut down the down cell down towers. The, the cell towers. We hear the mayor mention that. Yeah. So, calls weren't getting out. hmm And they get there, and there's no one. There's supposed to be fireworks and everything. Yep. There's nothing. And they're all... F- both of them are like, what the fuck's going on? Like, they get most of the way through the dock, because they parked their boat. Yeah. And they find a dead body. And the whole time, Stephanie's like, don't fucking touch that. Call the cops. Call the yeah. cops. And Alex is like, our only phone service. I can't call anybody. Yeah. But he's also trying to look at... He's a dentist. So, yeah. you know, type of doctor. He so. has some medical expertise. Well, I, it's more than that. I think it's kind of that idea of someone who has that... Background: when they see someone, like, I think, injured. Oh, yeah. There's kind of this auto-response of, let me check if they're all right. Well, yeah. And Stephanie's like, don't touch them, because there's blood on them. I mean, and she's right. Yeah. <laughs> they start walking through the town. It's a ghost town. There are dead bodies all over the street. It's a good show of, like, how bad things got. Oh, because yeah. Because there's people in Main Street that very clearly walked out there for help. And uh, got left. This is where we see the sad death of Miss Crustacean, <laughs> which... Yeah, we haven't talked about that. We haven't mentioned <clears throat> it. Uh, that's probably going to be the name of the episode. That's probably the name of the episode. Yeah, it was very funny. Miss Crustacean. We see her in the B-roll at the beginning. Yeah, she won the parade, the beauty contest for the festival, <laughs> and she says, "What is it? um I think it's every girl, every girl dream in America okay. to be Miss Crustacean." Yeah, super funny because it's super like that's real. Yeah, that's Small very town funny, like beauty pageant stuff. Yeah. yeah, and we, you can tell Donna does not give a fuck. <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah, we can just see people who got sick and came to Main Street po- hoping for help. Yeah, and And I'm just, even Donna I think comes over with the voiceover and says you can, like, these people came out Hoping for EMS, and they just died there. Died there. Nothing. Nothing was done. No one. No one came because the hospital was overloaded. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> the letting anyone died. out. Yeah, like the, sh- the bridge was shut down. We see that at one point in the movie. They, they say it was like, shut down for three days. There was standstill traffic on the bridge, and no one got out. But you know, they go into this like small antique store, and they're calling. I think it's a friend or a brother. Or yeah, something. I think they call him Bill. And everything's fine, and the the guy thinks they're joking with him. Yeah, the dude's like, oh, you guys are fucking with me, whatever. Then, I get it. And they're both like, no, we're not. Med- messing with you. There are dead bodies everywhere around here. And we see Alex pacing in the background, and Bill's like, dude, Alex, are you okay? Yeah. And I was yeah, yeah, I'm just stressed out. And Bill's like, no, no, your neck. is Which I okay? had not noticed, like, yeah. at all. I didn't notice. It is there while he's pacing around. There's boils on his neck because we, we see when he was thrown into the water that he swallowed some water. He says, I got some water in my mouth, and his wife goes, how does that taste? And he's like, it doesn't taste Ugh. great. Yeah, but, yeah. And... Basically, we cut back to some scenes at the hospital with Abrams, and I'm I'm not going to talk about those, because those are... I don't think I can do him justice, because there's some hard scenes there. Yeah, man. But it cuts back to them, and we start to see that, you know, Alex is in a lot of pain, a lot, a lot. So bad, he hands his wife a poking iron. Yeah, from like a fireplace. And he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, I need you to kill me. He doesn't say it explicitly. But, but he, it's heavily, heavily implied. implied. And He starts he, puking. He starts puking blood. Yep. And then <laughs> there's this focus on his neck. And Bob... <laughs> I think you can see something moving. Did you see it? Uh-huh. Bob thought something was going to burst out of his neck, but then he pukes blood. And Bob's like, oh, it's fine. And then it cuts back to him. <sighs> Wha- and it focuses on one of the isopods just crawling out of his just neck. Just, like, pushing itself through his skin. And then I don't know how they did these effects for these creatures, by the way. I don't mean? know what the fuck they were using for those. They're CG. That's CG? Yeah. That looked crazy. It's well done because it's small, you know. Yeah, and it's also on top of a like the the lesions and stuff are, are prosthetic. Yeah. So, and I will say we it's see that nice combination. A lot of corpses that have chunks taken out of them or bites. All of it looks good. Yeah. All the all the chunks and stuff missing out of corpses. That's all. Practical. Prosthetics, so it's and it looks practical. fucking cool. But yeah, we see this this isopod come out of burst his out of his neck, neck, which very interestingly is the only time we see an isopod burst out of a living human. Yes, This is the only time. After this, we see some of the wrap up clips of the town, like the mutilation there. Yeah, and we do see a couple isopods crawl out of dead people. We see that quite a bit, but this is the only time in the film we see an isopod crawl out of a live person. Even I... though we've heard it at this point. Oh yeah. And I think it's so interesting, but also a good decision that they waited Yeah, ju- for Alex. Yep. Because you kind of have this attachment to this family. We've watched them throughout the whole movie. They have yeah. a baby. And the fact that they saved... I kept thinking in my head, if they do something to this baby, I'll fucking lose it. <laughs> they don't do anything to that baby. They kill a lot of kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't see them. They're all off screen. Yep. But yeah, there's it crawls out of his neck and Bob lost it. <sighs> I think after we realized it's isopods, from that point on, you're like heavily breathing into the mic most of the movie. Mm-hmm. You it didn't even scream at a lot up. of No, stuff. it fucked were just, me up. You just like rubbing your hands into your eyes and hyperventilating. And going quiet, but cowering in fear. I mean, that's kind of it. <sighs> and then it just kind of wraps up with like the closing of the whole uh, framing story of, you know, Stephanie didn't want to be on the story. Um, yeah. Other people didn't want to. Like mm-hmm. the town got to pay off, but I'm doing this, and it's just the close. Yeah, but I, I think they mentioned uh 700 plus people died. So when we get to the point where Alex has died, yeah, I think it's an hour before that because they give you timestamps throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. At one point, Donna mentions that at this point in time, 700 people had died. Yeah, that is at that point. I'm not sure how many people died in total. Total. It doesn't. A tell us. lot of people died, though. However, we do know that the town is 6,200 people. Yeah. It is a <laughs> it is a Essentially, Baytown. So, yeah. if you got in the water, if you were drinking water, you probably got infected. So yeah. And if you didn't, you were lucky. I'm sure it's not half the town or anything, but I'm sure it's more than 700 people. Oh, for sure. Because dude. we know 360 of those people or 350 were at the hospital. So, yeah. you know, I know most of the people who died did not get to the hospital. Oh, probably not. So, that's just, but I don't know. That's the Bay. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about anything else because honestly, I don't. It's, it's not one of those movies where a lot happens. It's just, it takes a small concept and it spreads it over an yeah. hour and 26 minutes it does a good job of it oh I yeah think for sure the film does a good job of being the length it needs to be and not longer yeah which is good that's fair I, and a I, lot of the movies struggle with that i was gonna bitch about how slow the beginning was yeah but it's a good setup for the beginning it is it, it it's slow in a way that is acceptable <laughs> um it's not slow and boring It's just slow, but it knows what it's doing, and it knows how it wants to get there. Well, because it's slow exactly like how a documentary would be telling these messages. Yes, exactly. And that works. It's paced perfectly. Now, uh, I was going to mention this before we kind of do our wrap up, Mm -hmm. but watching this, having seen it before, is kind of interesting. Yeah, you mentioned that. Because you know what's going to happen ahead of time. Oh, yeah. So all that B-roll at the beginning when everything's nice and positive looks different. Oh, really? Because, as you said, there's a heavy focus on water imagery. Oh, yeah. And so It's all over the front part of this movie. Knowing that like that's where the infection is, that's where everything is, like hiding beneath the surface. Yep. You watch all the water stuff and it's very sad and unpleasant because there's a lot of focus on families and children uh, and pools and stuff like that. Yep. And I just wanted to mention that. I like, caught that from the start of the movie. Yep. That got me from the beginning. You you catch it from the beginning of the movie. However, watching it the second time and knowing yeah. the end results is very different. Ben, it's, it's I like, went oh, into this movie with with the thought of exactly what happened. Oh, you know, going into the movie exactly what happens. It's just watching it a second time. It's because you know it's it's more obvious in your mind. Yeah, that's that's fair. I just wanted to mention that. Like you could enjoy this film and know what happened. Oh yeah, it's just the slow reveal is nice in a different way. It it very much lends itself to being a movie that you watch once and then. Maybe twice. Maybe once or twice and then With someone don't, else don't but, watch it again. Know. Not in a bad way. I just not think that way. the movie is set up in such a way that watching it once or twice is probably the best. There's no reason to go back and watch it another time yeah, after that. It's There's not a lot there story-wise, right? No, but it's not but it's done well. It's done so so it's quite well. But the second time's a little bit less, and I assume after a couple times it would get boring. Like, it didn't hit me the same way. Yeah. Like, it wasn't really unsettling this time for me, <sighs> as it was the first time. Um, I guess, who would you recommend this for? Uh, If you want Ocean, Ocean's Ocean movie. I don't, so here's my thing. I wouldn't call this a horror movie. Yeah. It, I mean, I would, but like. Uh, okay. It's not It's not super scary. Super. Well, okay. I'm fuck. it freaked me out. I but know. I don't think it would, I don't think it is necessarily a scary. Like, Scary. Ah, scary it's unsettling there it is it's not ah scary it's unsettling i think if you want a scientific approach of a horror movie because a lot of this is sort of it's very sciency but not yeah. in a sci-fi way in a in a real way so kind of my recommendation for this one would this be, hard to talk about is if you're sense. into something that focuses on like an environmental problem yeah if you want an eco but in horror a movie. fictional way yeah, yeah, so you can it, do that. I think that's probably the biggest recommendation. If you want to see yeah. like an eco horror movie, or maybe just kind of uh, a more interesting found footage movie, those would be my yeah. suggestions. Th- those are good. Uh, it is, however, not ah uh, like jump scare. No, scary. I, it's not very jump um, scare scary at if all. If You're maybe afraid of parasites or the ocean. It might be good. That is something that. Uh, I, but even then, you have to be into that more eerie kind of slow style of horror.
1: Yeah. I don't um, think
0: this is good for a general audience at all, which no. I think is why it ranks so low. But if you're into that kind of style or if you're – yeah. Kind of more appreciative of like those different themes of like eco environmental Mm -hmm. stuff or just like suspense or maybe I would I would that's what I was gonna say is I would much I wouldn't call this a scary movie I would call this a suspenseful thriller movie yeah but it's still a horror movie it is still a horror movie category but and I think if it didn't show so much gore and blood it would probably it wouldn't fall into horror yeah which I think is kind of interesting that in universe right yeah they would have had a lot of footage of people dying and being bloody oh yeah so I think that there's this this interesting idea of in universe. They chose not to show it because it's a documentary. Well, some of it that they show is like, but oh they, my god! They purposely try not to be super egregious with it. <laughs> it's mostly just dead bodies. It's not like people dying horribly, which I think is yeah is it is an interesting kind of in universe I, thing. So here's here's what I like about it personally. It would have taken away from the documentary style. That, yeah, true, but also seeing the beginning and the outcome but not the middle leaves a lot to the mind to make oh, up. Oh, yeah, and I think and that's, which is not fun for my brain. That's one of those interesting things about horror, and it's something you might hear other places. But your mind knows what scares it better than anyone else could ever. Oh, yeah, so in horror. The things that are most horrifying are the things that aren't shown. Yep, that are implied. That's um, what that is what messed me up. There's in this one film. really good film that does that, and I'm not going to talk about it right now. But sure, this film does a good job of that because it, for the most part, doesn't show what happens when these things nope. burst out of you. It but. shows you the beginning and the out and the after effects, and that is it. Yeah, we did our recommendation. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say on that? No, I, this one's hard for me to talk about because I, I, it is. Pant shittingly scary because it is a real fear that I have. Yeah, so it's hard for me to be objective about it. But also, there's not a lot. No, there. do you kind of get the why critics reviewed it that way? And yeah, audience. Like definitely. I understand why. I will say I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, it's not some like underrated masterpiece, but no, it's it's, it's decent. It's an, I think it's better than 44%. For sure. I think a lot, I just think that a lot of people at least were expecting something different yeah. when they went in, and they didn't get what they wanted, and that's on them. <laughs> and I, I think this is a good transition into what would you rate it? So out of five, uh, give me your overall rating, and then we'll break it down. Four. Four? Yep. Okay. Why? I think... What parts gave it that rating? I think I like the style It's Mm -hmm. shot in. I I enjoy that. What would you rate that documentary style? (laughs) Do you like it? I like it, Uh, yeah. I I, I enjoy it. I think... It's not a good example of it, I think. Really? Out of the mood... I was kind of iffy with you starting with this one out Mm -hmm. of my categories because I think this one did the style the worst. Really? Yes. Interesting. just kind of a fun thing. But I'm giving it a four because I... While I think the story itself and the plot in and of itself is not that interesting... I think the way they shot it and the way they presented it and the format was awesome. And I liked the effects. I liked the acting. I liked. I like the writing too, cause everything felt mostly okay like mostly like this is just these people in this situation, this is how they would react. There's no MacGuffin. There's no bullshit. Yeah. Which is cool. The I think the only thing for me keeping it from being a five out of five is I understand why some people don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like I get I get why people have grievances and I get why critics have grievances, but for me, it did everything I wanted it to do. It just doesn't go beyond that. It just doesn't go beyond that expectation. There's no wow factor here, right? It's just like, you go in, you get the setup, and you go, okay, I kind of see what's going on, and then you get revealed throughout the movie. Yeah, well... I think for me, yeah, I'm going to do three and a half. Okay, that's fair. And I almost gave it a three, but then I was like, it's more yeah, than a three. But I think it's less than a four, so I'm going to go with a three and a half. That's and fair. That's what I should say right now. I think we should only do halves, so not like 3.2. I that makes sense. Three, I assumed we weren't doing halves, half. so that's why I said four. I know, but you, do you want to update your thing to I three mean, and I would half? also say three and a half. Okay, so three and a half for you? Yeah, Okay. Yeah. So for me, it's also three and a half. Yeah. Sorry. We're, we're establishing these rating systems as we, a- as we go. I didn't know we were going to do halves. Uh, I think it's fair because yeah. it's hard to do solids. And sometimes this is in between because a three for me is kind of a so-so movie. You know? Yeah. Not bad. It can be very good, but it's just like nothing to write home about. Sure. And I think this one is, it's pretty decent. Uh, it is, yeah. however, still not, like, a movie I talk about all the time. No. Nah. Which, to me, is very indicative of three. However, it does certain things very well. Like, while I didn't think it was very scary, at least on the first watch, it is very unsettling. Because this idea of, like, something as simple as water yeah. infecting you oh, is yeah. very horrifying. I, I make this comment to Bob right after we've watched the film of you want to go take a shower because you know, it's that, uh, it's that fear of water yep. it, and it does that unsettling aspect very well. At least the first time I didn't feel that the second time. Maybe that affects my rating some, but also like, I don't know. There's, there's not a lot of fun stuff like in there. No, I like the format. Although the documentary style done in this movie, mm-hmm. well, better than I think a lot of found footage setups are. Yeah. And a lot of films like that was not the best example of the genre I've ever seen. That's fair. That's that has to do with more how the the story was set up with this being a government leak, mm-hmm. which made it work. But yeah, it wasn't as good as it could have been for that style. That's fair. And then also like I don't know, some of the character stories were done super well. Abrams, I thought, had a great character story. The cops and the, the, cops, two, sher- the, deputies the two deputies. Oh my had god, had a great story. So good. Besides from that, I don't. I didn't feel too attached to the characters, and even those characters, I didn't feel too attached to. The family was the only one that I was like, holy shit. Yeah, but that's just because they had a baby. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like, you're supposed to feel I think they're the emotional ones I right? get it but I just felt kind of a disconnect in yeah a way um, and also all the footage with Donna in it you don't not that you don't care about it but there's no risk because you, you know, know she, she survives however it is interesting seeing how close she risked herself <laughs> yeah. without knowing it yeah without being aware she's very much like a chicken with her head cut off yeah and she kind of makes that comment she runs away at one point she's like it's kind of humorous how stupid I'm acting yeah if this wasn't a tragedy mm-hmm. um, but yeah I, I think it's better than just like like I want to talk about the film sometimes. Yeah. So I think it's better than a 3. However, I don't think it did what it brought to the board perfectly. Like it, no, it not, didn't not at all. perfectly accomplish what it set out to do. But I think it which met would have been a four. The expectations. But it, it did more than meeting expectations. Yeah. Like this is a film where I could watch it again. I did. Yeah. And it's a it's a film we'll talk about sometimes. But Yeah, I mean if if we ever get to other movies and we're talking about them, I'm sure we'll come back and compare them to this and talk about it. It it didn't it didn't like meet all the expectations this film could have met. Yeah. So I think three out of five. I'm I I really it kind of blew me away that you that this ended up here and not in parasites. Yeah, but like I had already decided on my films for this category. Yeah, I know. Um, and also just because, like I said, different subject matters. So yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, the other films in this category, they're not about parasites in any way. Yeah, I assume it's a bunch. they're very different genres. But like you know, uh, but yeah, three out of five. I I think we've kind of pedaled around this. I think a five for me. Oh, okay. Is the film surpassed everything it should have done as a film? Oh yeah. A Four is it's accomplished perfectly what this film could do. For sure. And then three is kind of like it's a good movie, Mm -hmm. but it could have been better as a concept. Like sure. it could have done everything better. I think that's why coming back to the movie most recently that came out Terror Train. gave that a 3. Yeah, cuz it's it's not it's horrible, like not it's not a horrible two. movie. Like 2 would just be bad and 1 like is like great. I don't want to watch that. But 1 is just bad. 1 is just straight up like that was but garbage. Not just like not enjoyable. Yeah. Like bad enough to where we're not even laughing. We're just sitting there slogging our way through the movie. I think 2 is kind of like it failed at the concept. Yeah, but it has some cool stuff, maybe. But 3 is just kind of like it did some things well. Yeah. It didn't do other things well. What I was going to say is that's why Terror Train yeah. got a 3, and that's why we're giving this one a 3.5. I like this movie more than Terror Train. Yeah. But I, it has problems. It has that problems. That I think could be solved if... It did a, certain things differently. Y- yeah, and it, I don't even think that's at the fault of the director or anything. Or the, anything, writer, or or the anything. writer or anything. It's just how it happened. I just think that it comes down to... I think also... Since we talked about the pre-movie, the fact that the director already had a lot of this footage and just went, Okay, I'm gonna repurpose this and make it a horror movie helped, but also hurt it. I guess. I I, I like to think of it from the perspective of not every film can be perfect, even from the get go. I mean that's fair. Like with there with even if there's no issues with the film, not every film's gonna be perfect. Yeah. And so I think... I personally don't find that many issues with this film. Yeah. But I see where other people could have them. Yeah, and could, that is why I can't rate it as high as I want. So I don't think it did everything it could have perfectly with this. What with this genre and this setup. So three Fair. out of five. I, I think it would think be it, very hard for it to be a four, even if it was redone some other way. I think it would have been hard to be a four. Yeah, I, I think the concept in and of itself does uh, not lend itself to greatness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. But thought it was really good. I, I, I liked, liked it. it. That's why I threw it on here. But yeah, man. I, I guess that's it. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I got nothing else, man. I I thought this was a. Yeah, we'll we'll go to the wrap up. But. Yeah, we'll we'll hit the outtakes. I don't know how many we're gonna have this movie. I didn't scream a lot. <laughs> yeah, he gagged really hard at, at the one end. point. Uh, there's a couple screams, but a lot of oh, the times, some of this shit scared the fuck out of me. I don't know if we'll be able to hear it in the audio, but Bob kind of just shut down and started hyperventilating. So we'll see if that was picked up because that was kind uh, of. At how one he, point, I think Ben looked over and I had my hands in the air and I was just waving them violently. Yeah. Well, at one point he leaned back and I was kind of looking at the mic. You can kind of see it, but he's just he's huffing and puffing. Yeah. Uh, but we'll cut to the outtakes. Yeah, we'll see what, what we the outtakes have. have. There's uh, there's probably a funny or two in there, and then we'll do our close up in a second. So yeah, we'll, we'll see in a bit. Bye. hello everyone welcome to the outtakes for this episode of beware the board i'm hoping you enjoyed our review of bay so far i got really really freaked out by that movie while i enjoyed it i will probably never watch it ever again without further ado let's get into the first outtake this is my reaction to hearing the title that is given to the beauty pageant winner in this town actually interviewing (laughs) <laughs> i thought that's the is that part. the episode title it's this every cursed- girl's dream to be miss crustacean i think so okay this next outtake is our reaction to seeing the first person that is actually being affected by the parasite who has lesions and boils and is covered in gross i don't know what's going on but it's freaking me out oh, oh, oh god damn it i knew that this was going to ah oh you oh, you god this is so gross i didn't want to let you in but like we have the we have the bucket <laughs> oh This next clip is our reaction to seeing the marine biologists, or sorry, oceanographers, take a bendy camera and stick it inside of a fish to see what's wrong with it. Turns out, it's full of worms. Oh, don't, no, come on, man. Don't cut to the, ah! It's a fish, Bob. I don't care, I don't like, mm, hmm, (laughs) hmm. No, I don't like this shit, man. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, God. This next outtake is our reaction to seeing one of the isopods actually attack someone for the very first time. <laughs> oh! Bah, uh, oh! 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 my god! Oh my god! Oh! 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 Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, this movie's so, so full. I'm gonna I'm be honest. When I chose this movie, I kind of forgot how bad it was gonna be, and then once I chose it, I was like, "Oh yeah." <sighs> trucks loose in the air. <sighs> I think it's Al Qaeda. You can tell this movie came out in 2012. <sighs> oh yeah? Did you hear the person be? Being- I hear a lot of information about flu shots and maxi <laughs> Bob's still trying to calm down. This next clip is my reaction to some footage that was sent to the hospital of fully grown isopods rolling around in a man's stomach, causing the flesh to warp and flex, and I was afraid they were going to burst out of him. Thank God they didn't. I know it's just a fish, but man, it's gross. And man, those things are freaky looking. Isopods are cool. (sighs) uh, Those are what roly-polies are. I know. Okay. I don't think roly-polies are scary. Ah! Ah! Dude, you- Hey! Hey! Ah! No, 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 Please stop, please stop, please stop, please, 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 don't show me, don't show me anything. If you show- It's okay, Bob, the video ended. <sighs> this next outtake comes to us from the deaths of the oceanographers. They're like munching on is pretty sizable fish, honestly. Yeah. But if those are that big, I wonder how big they can get, because that's fucking scary. What is that? That's a crab. Ah! Oh my god! Oh, they're so... Oh, they're huge under there. See? They're just that size. They're just swimming. <sighs> yeah. So that's fully grown, Bob. They're not gonna get bigger than that. That's actually much worse, honestly. This next clip is my reaction to a jump scare as a body tumbles over the side of the roof and spills blood all over Donna. If we'd also seen what was going on in the house with those cops, I probably would have thrown... up. Ah! <sighs> ah! Ah! Oh my fucking you bitch! You dead bitch! This next clip is my reaction to learning the fact that most of the corpses we've been seeing throughout the film are not actually corpses at all. These people have just lost the ability to move and are still alive, just slowly dying from being eaten from the inside out. No, it's a corpse. It's a dead guy. It's a dead man who's been getting munched on by isopods. (laughs) I... <laughs> you have the same reaction as dada hey woo! he was alive, oh, he was alive still yep looking around and his foul face was eaten that's really gross this next outtake is my reaction to seeing one of the isopods burst out of alex's neck i'm gonna go ahead and just give you a gag warning on this one <laughs> no 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 please no 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 please don't please don't please no 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 uh oh it's just puke it's just puke thank God thank God it's just puke that's okay puke is fine I'm okay with puke
1: that's
0: why I wanted the trash can. Hello, everyone. Welcome. These aren't the outtakes, Bob. That's how you do the outtakes. Yeah, I know, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, welcome uh, back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. I'm not sure how (sighs) many there were. I know when that one climbed out of that fish on that man's hand, I fucking maxed out the mic. Oh, yeah. You did it twice. I maxed out the mic twice. Which I think I make fun of you for, and I think we'll hear it. But yeah. I'm not sure how good the outtakes were. The movie was fine. it it was better than fine. it was it was better than fine, but it good. wasn't amazing, but it wasn't amazing. it's It's one of those films where you really do have to watch it. like it's hard to talk about, yeah. Because it's not because it's meh, but no, not because it's just content. really it, the way that it is shot is very jumpy and it's very hard to go from scene to scene because there's no clear path. I was thinking about this. The way I feel about it is the yeah. way I feel about most documentaries. Like, even if I enjoy them, I'm just kind of like, oh, that was fun. Let's never we'll watch that again. <laughs> yep. There it is. <sighs> but yeah. <sighs> I guess we only have one closing announcement. One closing announcement, and I think I want to open this with a separate topic of yeah. The other day, so Friday. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, are you gonna bring up what we were doing? Yeah, <laughs> at work. <laughs> I was looking <laughs> instead through of working, we were doing this calendar, and I was looking at you know like what holidays were coming up. Yeah, and I was discussing it with Bob, and I think it'd be very fun to do the year of holidays. Yeah, we're gonna try and hit as many holidays as possible this year with movies. Yeah. And I don't know how like hard we'll start on this. Um, as the as the year goes on, because we're still in like the heavy working season for us. Yeah, hopefully it ends soon. Uh, once it starts to, to dwindle away, we'll start to pick more obscure holidays. But right now, I think we're just going to stick with the kind of the big ones for America. Yeah, the big American like holidays. the federal ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that means we're going to be releasing probably a good amount of extra movies this year. Oh yeah. Besides board ones, and besides just like our separate extra series which that we, we have haven't yet to started record recording yet. But I'm so excited to but record we have some them of that because. I, I think it's a fine time to mention it. That's how we're gonna cover like the rest of certain series. Yeah. Like like we're not gonna sit here and do nine fucking weeks of Halloween. Well, also because it'd be hard to work them onto boards. Yeah. So we're just gonna eventually find the time to watch all those movies, batch record the episodes and and then then put them them out in one month of Halloween or whatever. Yeah. Whenever we decide we finally have enough of them done. Actual Halloween isn't the holiday, but like the month. That we devote to it, but yeah, I think making this at least for our first official year of recording, yeah, we're gonna make it kind of like the ooh the month of Halloween or not the month of Halloween the year of holidays. Yeah, so I uh, think that's a fun year theme. So we'll see how many holiday movies we can release. I think we've talked about Arbor Day as a funny yeah. one, just because I we've joked about it. So I think it's a fun inside joke, but also because well, there's not really any Arbor Day horror films. Yeah, I did find one. Yeah, you did find one. Uh, can't find anything for it. i only saw it because apparently someone tried to do a restoration of it ah and the funding for it failed oh that sucks but i think for arbor day we'll do like just a tree related horror movie which there's a lot of yeah you mentioned that they're sort of related to folk horror which is always (sighs) something else you want to fucking top love it (sighs) it's my favorite subgenre yeah i know yeah uh I bring all this up both as a forewarning, kind of an announcement. <laughs> yeah, be prepared if there's uh, just random ass for, episodes yeah, coming out. Yeah, for random holidays that maybe people don't care about. But we do have a holiday coming up, which yeah, is we actually do. a decently big one. Yeah, uh, like a, we get off school and everything for this holiday. Yeah, not, not work. work. <laughs> Darn. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I need money, but yeah, I don't like working. But yeah, this holiday coming up is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, like his birthday. Is and it his birthday? It's, it's his. Yeah, it's Martin King Luther. It sounds weird every time I say it, but it's his birthday. Okay. However, it's not on his birthday. Oh, okay. So it's, unless I'm wrong, I just checked my calendar on Google, whatever. It says the holiday is on the 16th. Yep. I believe his birthday is actually on January 15th. Ah, So that might be because it's a federal holiday and they're closing schools on Monday. Oh, that makes sense. Schools on Monday. I don't know. I think it's... The 16th. We'll double check before we actually release an episode. Oh, yeah. That's why start time on Monday is so late is because it's a holiday. Oh. Are we getting holiday pay? Yes, we are. Hell yeah. yeah. We go in to work at 11.05 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is not normal. It was supposed to be 11.50, so I'm glad we're getting some extra time. But we're going to release our first kind of holiday movie for the year. Well, technically yeah. our second holiday second movie one, for the year. New Year's is kind of a little bit of both 2022 and 2023. Yeah, I think I labeled the episode um, as New Year's 2022. Which is fair. Because it's New it Year's is. Eve of 2022. Oh, uh, Which, by the way, first episode of 2023, yeah. that's kind of cool. That is cool. But yeah, we're going to release a movie on... You know what's whack? King... It is the first day Perfect. of 2023, and we're recording the first episode. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. We didn't even plan this. Yeah. It was kind of a... You were like, I'll text you today, and if I'm up, and we'll record something, maybe. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. for anyone who didn't know right now, it's January 1st. Yeah, so... we're recording this right on New Year's Day. It's a good way to start the year. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, that's... That's what we'll be doing. Yeah, so do you want to explain what movie we're watching for that and why we're watching no, it? No, but I'll explain what I'm choosing. Sure. Okay. Because we're going to leave it to be a surprise. Yeah, I know what we're watching. I mean, you're going to do the whole Twitter reveal thing. Oh, yeah, that that'll come out on, on Monday. Well I, Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to choose for Martin Luther King's day. I think this is the Hollywood Day we'll probably have a movie for every year. Probably. There's tons, if, tons if of movies. If we're movie- doing this in a year. Yeah. But uh, I want to do a film that is either, like, African-American actors or Mm -hmm. directors, basically something that is you know, centered on African-Americans. Either an African-American person made it, produced it, like it was something they worked on a ton, or it's a story about... Or there's a focus on, like, some aspect of inequality or something like that. Just because I think there's there's a bunch of films like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, They don't always... Isn't Candyman, like, based... Yeah. Uh, But there's there's a lot of films like that, and they don't always get historically good recognition. Uh, We are now in an age where they're getting a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Like, Jordan Peele's one of the biggest Mm tour directors right now, and obviously he's a part of that, so... Yeah, especially with the, the new Candyman, right? <laughs> he did the the remake, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's kind of what this holiday will be for. So yeah, watching cool cool stuff. I think the the term the uh, there's a whole Shutter series on it. Oh, really? On that kind of topic, it's called film noir. Oh, which is such a cool name. For <laughs> that it. is a good name. That's clever. Um, I like it. But that's kind of what we'll be doing and covering. So we'll have a movie for that holiday. Yep. Um, that's the only announcement I really got. So yeah, no other announcements. I mean, wanna, uh, since it's the new year, we don't really have anything. <sighs> Yeah, freaking going on at the moment. We're we're gonna be back on to board schedule, so that yeah, means back on it next Friday. Every Friday, baby, we'll new have an episode another of the episode, board, not just a wrap up like we did last, last week, Friday. Which or I ha- I guess because we're recording these, uh, I uh, we surprise, keep having guys, to we just stuff. We just ahead spoiled of time. that we're recording this a week in advance, so you know, you know. But last happens. episode was uh the wrap up for the last board. So from now on, we're doing actual movie reviews. Yeah, um for the next <laughs> nine weeks. But, <sighs> oh God. Then we get a new one for next eight weeks, technically. But yeah, so I guess you want to shell our stuff? Yeah, so uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. If you have any recommendations for the random category on the board, leave them in the comments. We will take them, and we yeah. will use them. We have a new way of determining the random category on the board, so just keep wa- throwing them out there. Yeah, do you want to talk about that now? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I think we'll leave it. leave it for oh, later. Yeah. But if you have suggestions for the random category, start putting those out. Put them in the comments, uh, or if YouTube you're listening to this, text or me. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, for the love of God. It's where I post everything. Yeah. If you want to know about this podcast and you are like, I wonder when the new episode's coming out, go to our Twitter. I po- yeah. I tweet a link to every episode as soon as it goes live. Eventually, we'll we'll run stuff on YouTube. Yeah. I'll probably do that eventually, but I haven't done it yet, so... Yeah. Probably on me. Uh, uh, The other thing, if you're listening to this on Spotify, we are not on Spotify yet still. Nope. Bob's looking at me. I'm really smiling because I think it's very funny. Listen, man. Uh, eventually... We'll get art. Obviously, we could have chosen random art, but we're waiting for our our actual official art to be done. Yeah. Um, he's working on it. He's working on it. It's a running joke at this point. It is. A, it's basically a running gag, but, even between me and him. Because <laughs> every time I ask him, I go, are you finished that? He goes, ah, oh, nah. He, he's restarted a couple times, because I feel bad, because he, he's really trying. Yeah, he he basically has been like, I'm trying to make this as good as possible, and I've hated every design and I've come up it's with. It's not turning out as good as he wants because it's hard. Because we're doing it's it's not like a nice piece of artwork. Because he he does actual art. Oh yeah, but this is more like a logo or logo, design. Yeah, which is a lot harder and different than what he does. But yeah, uh, we'll be on Spotify at some point. If you're listening on Spotify right now. Thank Hi, you. thank you. Most of you probably aren't, but most eventually of you are on YouTube. This will be on Spotify. We'll have all the backlog up on there. So. Yeah, not only Spotify. It'll be on if you use Apple Podcasts. It'll be on there, Anchor FM, wherever you get your podcast. This yeah, will be that'll there. All be up at the same time. So we'll let you know on something YouTube, Twitter when that happens. Yeah, um, I'll let you all know via Twitter probably. But I think that's all we got for today. Yeah, I we'll think. See you I think that's it. Monday, I guess, for our next movie because that's Martin Luther King Day. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Sorry. It's weird because we're way recording this in advance. Like, what's coming out on Monday? Monday. My brain didn't comprehend what was happening. Oh, yeah. The holiday we were talking about on Monday isn't Martin Luther King Day, Bob. That's our Fourth of July pay. Fourth of July or our New Year's pay. Really? Yeah. I'll explain it to you later. You seem very confused. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. But uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, Monday for our our Fourth of July movie. That'll be a surprise. But you said Fourth of July again, by the way. Jesus Christ. Um, our (laughs) New Year's movie. No. God damn it. (laughs) Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Day. Yeah. Our 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 our, new, our movie. Yeah, we'll do on Monday. So we'll see you then. Uh, and then Friday will be a normal board. Friday episode. will be a normal board episode. So, uh, have a guess. nice week. We'll have see fun. you next time. Don't be too scared. Don't Bye. be too scared. And remember, always beware the board.